Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. Internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. This is the show where we talk about all the things where we're not allowed to talk about. You know what those things are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. 
This show is live. We are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we are taking your phone calls. Uh, We've always taken phone calls in a live format. Tonight is no different than phone number right there on the stream. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can find the phone number and the Discord link at troubledminds.org, and you can be part of the show that way. Uh, the Discord is a chat client. It's a voice client. It's a fantastic little program. It uh, works on mobile. It works on uh, desktop, uh, Apple, all that good stuff. And it's free. Uh, so that's why we, uh, we do it two ways. So the phone number is a 702 area code, which is out of Las Vegas. And if you don't like that, you're international. We have people listening all over the world. And let's say you want to call into the show from, oh, I don't know, New Zealand or something. Then you can do it for completely free using Discord. And uh, that's, that's what to do. Go to troubledminds.org. And the Discord link is right on top. You click it. You get a direct invite. And it's as uh, simple as that. Simple as that. So, all right. If uh, Also, we have another Discord running. For the Fringe FM, uh, I think uh, I think the website is back up at fringe.fm slash chat. If you uh, if you uh, go check that out, that will give you a direct invite to Fringe FM Discord as well, which I'm watching. I'm trying to watch all the chats and trying to watch all the things because, well, it's more fun with more people. So uh, that's that's what we're doing tonight. Uh, trying to have more fun with more folks. Uh, typically on um, on uh, Wednesday nights, we'll, we have Ash, the reptilian from Mars, and uh, we'll have him tonight. He's just running a little late, a dust storm on Mars or something like that. So uh, once that clears up, we should get him on the show. But tonight, tonight, now, now there's been a lot of weirdness going on, right? Not just in uh, regular news cycles, as we talk about all the time on this show. It seems like it really does seem like we live in some bizarre version of the upside down. Now, as as you know, we watch the the UFO news very closely on this show, and uh, keep you up to date. Just make sure that you know what's going on, and uh, you know, kind of so you don't have to. And and many times, uh, the, it's it's uh, like you can't even make some of this stuff up, right? Like we're, we talk about aliens and all kinds of weird stuff on this show, right? Way out there, way out there stuff, like. Yeah, you know, if you've listened to the show, you know, but some of the things that actually come out of um, just regular UFO news is astonishing, let's say, nothing short of astonishing. And what I mean is uh, there's an individual by the name of Dr. Stephen Greer. All right. Now, Dr. Stephen Greer uh, was he's been in the UFO community for a very long time. He's actually a retired medical doctor. And he he. In the old days, let's say back in the early 2000s, he was very well respected, probably all over the entire right the the entire UFO community, right? Very well respected. Uh, he's briefed white the White House, they say, and things like this, right? Uh, definitely, uh, at least high up in Congress, he's he's done briefings of UFOs. Uh, trying to bring out the truth, a disclosure project, right? And if you've been paying attention, uh, we have this weird, um, odd, odd. Uh, a disclosure thing happening with Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, that whole TTSA thing with uh, Tom DeLong and the rest of that, right? But the, the the weird part is that now we have like these competing disclosure uh, movements happening, and so if uh, Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, and those guys are kind of leading the charge in one aspect, trying to get information from the government regarding UFOs. On the other hand, we have Stephen Greer, who's not trying to get information from the government directly, per se, but it seems like he wants people to uh, maybe just kind of 
find disclosure on their own, right? He thinks that, uh, just in a nutshell, that we can summon UFOs, right? His uh, CE5 experience thing, uh, which, of course, is close encounters of the fifth kind. And uh, we can talk about that a little bit tonight as we go. And I'm, I'm sure Ash will have something to say about that when he gets here. Uh, and so the thing is, the thing it's, it's a little bit weird, right? So you have these uh, competing disclosure things happening, right? And so one seems to be trying to get information directly from the government regarding what you would you could classify as basically a ufo threat right a threat um i don't know like they've kind of toned down the threat narrative recently um but but it seemed like you know with the unidentified television show on the history channel and some of the things they were saying right tom DeLong specifically uh, the very first thing out of his mouth on the joe rogan podcast was well we don't call them ufos anymore we call them advanced aerial threats and uh joe rogan goes hmm threats and he's like oh well i wasn't supposed to you know get into that like okay well sorry tom maybe it shouldn't be the first thing out of your mouth (laughs) but anyway like this is kind of like the crap show that has been whatever this disclosure thing is happening it's like it's kind of been a train wreck from from start to finish and it's not even finished they're still working on this stuff that's just one guy's opinion that's my my dude's one one guy me one dude me my opinion. So, uh, again, I'm not. I'm not trying to. Uh, uh, I don't know. Rig the jury here. Uh, but uh, it is. It is a little strange that uh, you know. There's. There's one camp that seems to be kind of focused on a UFO threat narrative as part of the disclosure efforts, and then there's another. Uh, again, in Stephen Greer, that seems like that's not at all. He says that uh, aliens are not a threat whatsoever. All right, and so. Like very differing viewpoints here, and some people have speculated that Lou, Lou Elizondo and Chris Mellon and those guys are doing the disclosure thing to get military funding, right? To get funding from uh, for the Pentagon for other stuff, right? Who, who knows? And so, you know, that's one theory. I'm not so sure I buy that because I mean, the Pentagon just loses money, like you know, left and right. <laughs> so I mean, it's not like you know, and they just give them more. So it's not like, in my opinion, that you have. It's likely that this is the case. I think uh, if you want to know what I think specifically about what's going on with the Disclosure Project and uh, some some of what I think is probably closer to the truth, go back and listen to last night's show. And uh, I, I've, I've detailed quite a lot in there that uh, kind of makes a lot of sense to me. So just FYI, if you hadn't, if you did miss that one, it's one you shouldn't miss uh, because it, it may open your eyes. And it's one that the, the mainstream media is not touching because, of course, again, like I said last night, there, there's a reason they don't talk about it. I think it's specifically because uh, there are issues, right? Issues with it, meaning it may be a little too close to the truth, in my opinion. But anyway, so so the reason we're talking about Stephen Greer tonight is because he just released this uh, expose, he's calling it, all right? Now, I'm going to put a link in the chat, and it's from, let's see, uh, he's calling it the Cosmic Hoax, all right? The Cosmic Hoax. And, uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the cosmic hoax and expose, and he, it, you know, it's it's not bad. I, I was a little surprised that uh, I was I was um, you know enjoying it, right? And I wasn't gonna you know kind of be smacking my forehead and going, oh geez, what is this? Uh, so it, it wasn't terrible, right? It, it wasn't terrible. There's some stuff in there that I think is probably bang on, right? Which I didn't expect to hear or see from the guy that says he can you know meditate and summon UFOs. So you know there's that. I, I was a little bit surprised, and it was cool. It was a good thing, but. Uh, there's some really, really weird stuff in here. <laughs> There's some really, really bizarre stuff in uh, in in this uh, 
this this expose. So anyway, if you haven't seen this, I do recommend watching it. Clearly, not right now. Make sure you finish finish this show first, and then and then go watch us uh, the Stephen Greer the expose. If you haven't seen it, the Cosmic Hoax and expose. He calls this all right. And in, in this, he makes some some pretty uh pretty emphatic and startling statements. All right, and uh, we'll get to some of that. But uh, now the thing is this: now, he says this. This is the brief outline straight in the comments here. It says that. Uh, uh, learn the truth from the father of the Real Disclosure Project. And this documentary is Stephen Greer's answer to the current government and media disinformation campaign promoting three big lies. Now, those lies are these th- these three things. Number one, we do not know what these UAPs or UFOs are. We do know what they are, he says. Okay? He's saying the government is straight up lying, and we know, we know what these things are, and it is not what you think. Uh, two, humans cannot make the craft maneuver like UFOs. Well, uh, uh, Stephen Greer says, yes, we can. And not only can we, we do. And so uh, he's, he's claiming that a lot of the, the uh, things we see out there are indeed government-manufactured UFOs. And number three... The UFOs are a threat, he says. They are not. They are not. So that's that's the crux of like his uh, the kind of like the breakdown of the outline, and he goes into some other things, you know, specifically regarding the cover up and Project Blue Book and things like this, which is fine. I like I like some of that history when you you include it into these dis- disclosure projects, but uh, I I don't know. Again, once again, I, I, I'm not I, I don't know what to think about Stephen Greer. Let's let's put it that way. The guy's kind of all over the place. Like I said, he's he seems to have jumped the shark uh, more recently and become less and less respected, more and more woo woo. If you know what I'm saying, uh, like. Woo woo, kind of like that, right? Like maybe call the cops. Woo woo, <laughs> but uh, it's weird to me. It's weird that uh, who knows? I, I mean, maybe maybe I'm the nutty one, and you know, he, he's really summoning UFOs. Uh, there are people who says he can. People, uh, you know, uh, Demi Lovato, and uh, you know, he's getting like some celebrity backing and things like this. Maybe you guys have summoned UFOs. I don't know. Uh, so I'm just saying that it, it sounds a little bit odd to me that you can summon them and we haven't seen a little green man on camera get out or anything right uh, of, a, of a flying saucer right e- even though he claims you can summon them so th- that's what i mean like i've seen some of the videos that he's actually put in his, his documentaries some of them on youtube and whatnot and it seems strange that uh, like i said we just don't have like these really amazing definitive up close type of you know uh, things it's like lights in the sky. Some people have uh, actually accused him of rigging like lasers in the sky, uh, or uh, calling him out for saying that um, f- uh, actual flares, like training flares from a military airplane, were UFOs. You know things like this. So he's taken a lot of heat for some other some other things. All right, and and, he, and of course he charges a lot of money uh, to go to these retreats to meet him in these CE five things, the close encounters of the fifth kind, where he summons the UFOs and teaches people to do it. All right, so. Like it's it's many many thousands of dollars type thing. So, and he's taken a lot of heat for that. Which you know, again, like I don't know. I, I, the thing is that with that, I mean, if if the guy really has you know like a great experience and you want to be part of that experience and you want to pay for it, go you know pay for it. It's cool. Like a, I'm not mad. He's making a lot of money doing it. Uh, but it does seem strange that if it's something so important uh, 
to humanity that basically we're talking like disclosure of alien life here that he's he is charging a, a bunch of money for it i mean that part seems a little sus right so uh, i don't know like like again you know let the man make his money i'm not i'm not i'm not mad about that many people are though and so anyway uh, just kind of as we go that's that's who steven greer is that's kind of the nutshell version uh, of course it goes way deeper than that we've got his website up and we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff from his website some of the claims he's made he wrote a uh, an actual statement, sort of a rebuttal to the um, UA- UAP um, uh, report that just came out uh, not too long ago. So, so anyway, that's what, that's what that's what's on deck tonight. We're going to talk about Dr. Stephen Greer and some of the claims he's made, and not only that, some of the bizarre drama that's going on now. <laughs> now, Lou Elizondo, uh, this is the weird part, right? Uh, they say that he actually um, had his emails deleted. Uh, that the Pentagon uh, went ahead and just deleted all of his emails because they didn't want them, you know, presumably didn't want them to come out in like a FOIA request or something like this, right? And so uh, that's kind of the plot thickens, right? So it's like, all right, to, now now why are they covering up uh, basically emails that are from a former employee that supposedly worked for ATIP, right? The Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. I don't know. Like, that's a, that's a good question, right? And not only that, it seems like the Pentagon is trying to smear him. They're trying to make it difficult for uh, Lou Elizondo to do what he's doing. And what he's doing is, of course, he's he's making a, making a disclosure project. Like, he's he's trying to get information out of the government, right? And that's that's part of the problem. That's part of the problem. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, MJ says, it's not demonic. Uh, they, w- they will come if you ask. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, some people have speculated that when you summon UFOs that... Uh, there's there's a you know there's there's a demonic element to it that you're not actually summoning UFOs you're summoning other things right and we've talked about that in other shows as well so so in any case like well, getting back to what I was saying there is is that because they're covering up what Lou was doing uh, deleting emails and kind of smearing him from the from the Pentagon right uh, he actually filed a filed suit with a lawyer now this is where it gets dicey and gets like kind of drama <laughs> like kind of drama wait wait till you hear this one if you haven't heard this so he filed suit against the pen uh, the pentagon uh, to the uh what's it called the inspector general the ig right so he, he's actually basically implying and saying that the pentagon is trying to cover up the things he's saying they're trying to smear him they're trying to say he didn't work for them things like this right and so they're actually bringing like an official suit toward the government uh, for slander or something like this to try and get basically get it corrected in the record that he that he did work for them and the rest of the stuff okay but then this lawyer is named Danny Sheehan, all right? And oddly enough, this Danny Sheehan fellow is plays a prominent role in this documentary, uh, in the Cosmic uh, Hoax Expose, right? Uh, done by Stephen Greer. And now the bizarre part about this is, so we have Danny Sheehan this representing Lou Elizondo in a kind of a, a cl- like a cover-up and slander sort of claim against the United States government uh, through the Inspector General, all right? That's what's happening with that. But then Danny Sheehan is representing him in that. But in this, in this, <laughs> this actual uh, documentary, if, if you haven't seen it, if you have, great. If you haven't, watch it after. And basically, Stephen Greer and Danny Sheehan are kind of crapping all over Lou Elizondo and calling him a disinformation agent, <laughs> calling him a liar, right? I mean, Danny Sheehan doesn't say it directly, but you would expect, right? Like if he, that's his client, uh, he wouldn't be in this documentary where literally Stephen Greer is claiming 
that all all of them, Mellon, Lou Elizondo, the whole deal, that they're all just lying CIA disinformation experts, right? So like I kind of said where I didn't want to go last night is, you know, I'm, I'm going to stop short of calling people liars just because I don't know the information they got. And, and, and as I said, I, I suspect they may have been given poor information. So it's hard to call somebody a liar when their source is actually lying to them. So that's what I'm saying. That's where I stand on that. But the thing is this. Stephen Greer says the entire disclosure project, the whole Tom DeLonge thing, uh, the entire Chris Mellon, the Lou Elizondo, and all of this stuff is all just a big psyop, right? It's all like a big dis- disinformation campaign, and it's to control a narrative to boost a military budget, right? Something like this. And then he's, he's saying that the threat is the threat narrative, all right. The threat is the threat narrative. Now, we'll get into some specifics of other things that he's saying in this and, and on his website and some of these other claims he's made. Stephen Greer, that is. Uh, but it's, it's strange, right? Is it strange that, that we have these two conflicting uh, disclosure uh, uh, advocates, all right, that are basically on different teams, represented or at least, right, kind of in, tied to the same lawyer that you know, one guy is slandering the other guy and the lawyer is with them both. I mean, you know, like, like as they say with lawyers, right? Like you, you should never be surprised because <laughs> lawyers are kind of slimy. Right. And, you know, I mean, that's just, that's, you know, that's the way it is, but uh, it, it, it is odd. It is odd. It like, and so it's like drama. It's basically turned into UFO drama. And of course, as you would expect, it's completely divided the UFO community and it's been insane, right? It's kind of been insane the last several days uh, with people kind of, you know, taking up for this guy or that guy or trying to make sense of this or what the, what the heck is going on. But yeah, anyway, so if you want to be part of the show tonight, if you've seen this documentary, Fantastic! If you haven't, like I said, uh, make sure you watch it after this or sometime tomorrow or the next day, whatever, when you get some time. It's a little over an hour long, and it's not bad. Uh, like I said, I was a little bit surprised that I was, uh, I was, I was happy with it. I was happy. I was entertained, let's say. And so it's, uh, you know, it's hard, it's hard to complain if you were entertained. You know what I'm talking about? So, so. Excuse me, as I laugh at myself and choke. Um, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. You can talk to me and uh, whoever else are out there might be listening. And uh, give your thoughts on this. What do you think about this whole weirdness of, uh, you know, one lawyer, two different camps of disclosure, one going for the government, one saying, buy my app and summon the UFOs? I mean, like I said, sometimes the truth is is stranger than fiction and this is exactly what's going on right now so it's it's strange no it's strange it's one of those things that kind of makes me mm, wonder let's say it definitely makes me wonder so anyway uh, we're reading the chat again we're uh, on facebook uh, d live youtube uh, broadcasting on the fringe fm and we're talking about uh, dr stephen greer tonight and his uh, his expose this uh, this actual the cosmic hoax and expose and um, here we go this is from his serious disclosure website and these are the same things that he's the same claims that he's making all right um uh, here we go uh, one we we do not know what these uap uaps UA, ufos are he says we definitely do humans cannot make craft that can maneuver like ufos we can and we do he says and of course those are those alien reproduction vehicles like uh, ash was talking about that one time when we did this when we did a show on that so it's uh you know like there's some there's some uh, basis for some of the things he's saying, right? Like I'm not, I don't think he's like so far out there that the things he says are just all over the place. He's, you know, there's, 
Anyway, I'll leave that up to you. You decide. But at number three, he says the UFOs are a threat. That's the other lie, and they are not a threat. He says that they are not. So there you go. There's his, his website, SeriousDisclosure.com, and that's S-I-R-I-U-S, not the other kind of serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really serious about this. No, the other kind of serious. So if you want to check it out, please do. And that's what we're talking about tonight. I, I it seems It seems strange to me that we have so much UFO drama with a lot of this stuff happening, but um, it is what it is. Like I said, uh, truth seems to be stranger than fiction sometimes. And so we're going to explore a little bit of what uh, Dr. Stephen Greer said in his, uh, his expose, The Cosmic Hoax, and uh, some of the other claims that he's made about what's happening with aliens in our world today, because he's got some, he's got some pretty, pretty big claims. Um, if, if, you, if you have not followed him, you may be surprised at some of the things that he claims are happening. Uh, so anyway, as we finish this up and uh, get to the bottom of the hour, we are going to take a quick break. And like I said, if you want to be part of the show tonight, give us a call. The phone number is 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We are talking about Dr. Stephen Greer and his cosmic hoax and some other things regarding aliens, UFOs, and the like. Kind of like how we do it. And this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. Jews in poverty at helpjewsnow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit helpjewsnow.org. That's helpjewsnow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I am your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and 
We're taking your phone calls tonight as we discuss all the weirdness that's going on with Dr. Stephen Greer, with the disclosure, with uh, the, this, this government, uh, more cover-ups of Lou Elizondo deleting his emails, and what in the world is really happening here. Like I said, truth seems to be stranger than fiction, and that is just the world we live in. And of course, don't forget the additional drama of the, the lawyer that's working with both sides here as one side slanders the other. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but... Um, I, I, I don't know. I think that's probably not a cool thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, I think I think the thing is this, though, right? Like uh, as we as we discuss this, I'll pull up some of the Stephen Greer stuff and we'll look at his webpage. Uh, but we are taking your phone calls. I want to hear what you think about this stuff. So if you want to be a part of the show, number to call is seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two. Nine five seven one zero three seven. You can go to troubledminds.org, the official website of the show. Click the Discord link and uh, hop on in. Hop on in, and uh, we'll we'll put you on the show. Simple as that. Uh, just jump in the caller queue, actually. Okay, so now let's get to uh, Stephen Greer. Let's get to Stephen Greer. Uh, now, this this is again from his seriousdisclosure.com site. And so he's got the entire uh, the, the documentary up there like you would expect, right? You would expect him to, you know, he has the, you click it, click it, and it takes you to the, uh, the, the cosmic hoax. He's calling it an expose and uh, saying that there's a not just a cover up that the 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 individuals involved are actually uh, lying. Right. That this this huge psyop going on like that's kind of one of the main premises of his show of this uh, of this thing here. Um, but let's look at let's look at. So, you know, who uh, who Dr. Stephen Greer is. OK, he's got he's got like this comprehensive assessment of the UFO ETI phenomenon. OK. And let's so this is uh, this is way back to 1991. So this is the stuff that he's been kind of doing and looking at and, and talking about and all the rest of this. So let's look at just some of this. All right. Uh, general conclusions, he says. Now, this is again from Dr. Stephen Greer. Number one here. Some UFOs are extraterrestrial spacecraft, which are piloted by extraterrestrial biological entities, which are EBEs, of course, who originate on another planet, most likely another star system. All right. Uh, number two. More than one extraterrestrial civilization is represented in the current activities involving Earth. And we haven't, this is stuff we've heard before, right? Depending on the source, some people are saying these things and, uh, you know, that the aliens are here, they've been here, and it's nothing new, and nobody should be surprised by this. Well, okay, uh, he's basically saying that, that that's exactly what's going on here. Um, and so let's, uh, let's continue here. Let's uh, keep on looking at some more of this from, like I said, this is kind of more like an overview of the things that Dr. Stephen Greer uh, believes and has kind of been push, pushing or pressing here, okay? So here we go. Uh, these Number three, these extraterrestrial civilizations are working in concert and not competitively, although there is some spe specialization in function and activities for the various groups. This indicates that there exists either an emerging or well-established established organiza organization for these groups, all right? So he says the aliens are working together, okay? They're here, and uh, it's uh, it's one of those things where, well, is this real, right? Like, I don't know. And then and then this is, so this was again way back in 91. This is before he started uh, with the CE5 stuff, the summoning the UFOs and that bit, right? Uh, you know, some people think it's demonic, and some people think that summoning the UFOs is legitimate, like you call them and they'll come, you know? That type of thing. So, so I, I, I don't know. I, I don't really have a good idea here based on this because, to be honest, I've never tried to call. Uh, maybe I should. Maybe I should go out uh, and and talk. Or maybe uh, I don't know how you do it. Anybody know how you do this? Is it like a meditation type function thing? And that's how you that's how you call the the, the aliens down. 
I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what's up, Shamanics? Surely you can't be serious. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, but okay, so there's more. Uh, kind of give you just a brief overview if you don't know who Dr. Stephen Greer is, the things that he kind of claims, all right? So there's more here. Uh, he says, uh, while various reports and speculations exist, we cannot at this time definitively state which planets or star systems are the home systems for these beings. Any specific information on this subject is very likely to be incorrect due to the security considerations of these beings. That is, given human tendencies towards war, aggression, and violence, open disclosure of their planets of origin would put these planets at potential risk should human military interests unravel the energy and propulsion technology of their craft. Okay, see? Now, now he's saying that we don't know what's going on with these we don't know where they're from because well it's to protect the ets from from yeah right from the earth from from the earth people the mean mean earth people that are going to go steal their technology and go to alpha centauri or wherever the heck it is and uh, wage war intergalactic war as it were you know i I say that uh, a little bit tongue-in-cheek because it sounds um out there right it sounds a little out there waging intergalactic war uh so let's see um let's see uh, okay Okay. All right. Uh, so I, I got your penny. I got the message. Copy that. Okay. So so that's what we're doing tonight. We're, we're talking about this Stephen Greer stuff, Lou Elizondo. And at some point, Ash is supposed to come join us. So like I said, he's a little bit delayed with a Mars dust storm or something or other. So you know how Mars weather can be unpredictable. So, But anyway, that's, that's what's going on. If you want to be part of the show tonight, I want to hear what you think about this. So not just about maybe some of the drama going on, if you didn't know, uh, between uh, 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 Stephen Greer saying that uh, Lou Elizondo a disinformation agent and he's lying about all of it and you know the the lawyer in between him and all the rest of this or even more uh, clearly that's just kind of like the poo flinging drama fest but more than that uh, there are pretty large implications here if uh, the things that dr stephen greer is saying are true in that uh, we've been creating these uh these uh, alien reproduction vehicles right we've actually been making these things he says and so it it lends some credibility if you believe Stephen Greer to the Bob Lazar story right and I know Bob Lazar is one of those guys that's very very polarizing in the UFO community and probably many other communities as well but uh, he you know he's the guy that kind of in 1989 said that he reversed engineered UFOs at Area 51 and the rest of that so Dr. Stephen Greer says we are doing that and um uh, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. So if you want to be part of the show, love to hear what you guys think about this stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think because there's a lot to it. And it's it's pretty dense, right? We're talking about aliens are here, he says. So anyway, 702-957-1037, troubleminds.org. Love to hear your thoughts on this. And if you've seen this, uh, his disclosure, the Cosmic Hoax uh, Project, uh, the expose, if you've seen that, like I said, it's a little more than an hour long, and it's not bad. It's 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 a, it's an okay watch. I, I, like I said, I was entertained, and uh, that's all you can expect, right? If you're entertained, well, you know, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. All right. So anyway, let's get back to this. Now, now again, this is straight from his website, the the comprehensive assessment of the UFO ETI phenomenon. All right, and this is straight from his uh, serious disclosure website. I'm going to link this, and you guys can follow along if you prefer. But some of the things he claims are are again, you know, like difficult to believe right like pretty difficult to believe uh, because well uh, you know if if aliens are here how come how come we still don't have a picture of one right how about that uh, you know like there's some there's some you know there's some paradoxical stuff here that's like well okay if all these things he's saying are true then it should be easy to you know put a i don't know like a nordic alien in 
the zoo, right? And put them behind bars. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Maybe not, but you, you see what I'm what I'm talking about. Like uh, you'd expect way more sightings and maybe like a clear photograph of one of these things at some point. And it kind of has not happened. Kind of has not happened. So anyway, let's uh, let's continue. So uh, so he, again, he says they don't know the star systems that these aliens are from, but they're definitely here and doing their thing. And uh, where the, where this comes in, who the heck knows? Who the heck knows? Uh, so it continues. All right, the variety in sizes and shapes of ETs observed is due to a varying civilizations of origin, and more importantly, b specialization of function, which include general reconnaissance, medical research. Central command and base operations, ener- I can't say it. Energy generation and transfer and human technology, military and space program research and reconnaissance. All right. Now this is this this is what I'm talking about. This is where he's he's saying specifically about particular aliens out there, ETs as it were. They have uh, particular functions, and that's why there are different sizes and different shapes and things like this, right? And why they, some of them fly different craft. It's because he's saying this, right? And uh, I don't know, right? Like I said, it's it's hard, it's hard to reconcile all this without a little bit more proof, right? A l- little more proof. Uh, so anyway, it continues. Uh, Sudden and fully open contact with human civilization has been has been avoided because of a number of interrelated factors. So he says that they're kind of hiding from us, right? They, they don't want a, a sudden and fully open contact. And that's right here from his website. And he says the reason for this is threefold. Number one, they need to avoid an untimely disruption of Earth civilization, including military, political, geopolitical, cultural, economic, technological, and religious upheaval. And that's what we've heard a lot, right? We've heard that... Humanity is not ready for for uh, contact, right? Because people would freak out, systems would break down, things like this. It would cause more harm than good. Though you got to admit, though you got to admit, if 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 this is true, don't you think that we'd be able to alleviate some of that with uh, you know alien tech, right? Uh, you know, put us maybe head us into that post scarcity world, like kind of like the Star Trek world, right? It would like even if society broke down fast, if suddenly they were like, "Well, we can teleport you to the moon," wouldn't wouldn't you chill out pretty quick if you were freaking out? You'd be like, "Oh, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> Let's try that, right?" You know what I'm saying? So like something like that, or oh, by the way, here's our zero point energy machine, right? Free energy for all, right? Uh, you know, no carbon emissions and uh, no no cost to you. It's amazing, right? Things like this. Who knows? Like who knows what kind of actual technology ETIs would have? So uh, I don't know. Like I said, uh, some, some things in this make some sense to me. Some things are like cognitive dissonance, let's say. But okay, he continues. So part two of this, the reason why they haven't openly contacted us is this. Risks to their own civilization and people, as well as overall mission, given human xenophobia and tendencies toward violent armed reactions. And, you know, I think I think he's got us there. Uh, you know, humans are kind of terrible. <laughs> we like to go to war. You know, the, well, I don't know if anybody likes to go to war, but let's say the elites sure as hell like to push us to war. How about that? I think that's the weird part here, right? So so anyway, he's saying that uh, the ETs don't want a full-out war. 
and so with us because we're a basically a terrible terrible uh, group of people and we fight and kill each other and all kinds of stuff they don't want to be part of that number three he says this other reason why they actually have not been part of our civilization in, in like an open disclosure and said hey guys we're here by the way is this up to this time such massive and open contact has not been necessary and has not been consonant with their overall long-term mission and purpose and since their purpose is not acquisition oriented or disruptive all right which means they're they're here right i mean he's saying they're here and there's there's a number of reasons why it is like it is kind of like i said maybe we haven't seen these aliens like up close you know on a press conference type of thing because they're avoiding it they don't want to be part of whatever's going on here um good stuff in the chat guys i see you there uh sleepy what's up says um he talks a good game but it's not confirmable seems a lot of government agenda misinformation and just plain old money grabbing and it could be i th- and i think that's a little bit what we're talking about here is is who do we believe now now, we have these two factions of disclosure. Stephen Greer is one. We have Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, and that camp doing their thing, trying to get information from the government. One guy selling an app where he says you could summon UFOs with his phone app. The other guy is saying, well, I know I worked in the inside, and the things that I know would scare you, right? Like, he's very much hinted at that, who Lou Elizondo has. So the one guy saying things are scary. The other guy saying the ETs are not a threat. So, again, right, it almost seems like the entire thing's a PSYOP, does it not? <laughs> like, like not just uh, maybe maybe the the disclosure effort that I'm uh, kind of crapping on quite a lot, but which is, uh, of course, Lou and those guys, because because of plot holes, not because, again, I'm not, I'm not accusing anybody of lying here, but uh, because of some plot holes and some of the things that they're trying to do. But then you have this other guy, Stephen Greer, that's saying that, no, you can summon UFOs. If you call them, they do come, and they're not a threat whatsoever. They're, they are they are not here to uh, to be to be malevolent at all, and we shouldn't be afraid of them in any capacity, right? So, like I said, I don't know. There's there's a lot to this. Uh, you know, you got you guys know what I think. I'm, I'm on this microphone an awful lot, but I want to know what you think. Now, kind of with just the brief here of what's going on uh, specifically. Uh, what do you think about this now? Uh, now that you've kind of been, uh, if, if, you, if you're not aware of Dr. Stephen Greer, now you know some of the things he believes. His website's a good resource, you know. It's a good read, lots of good information there. But I'd love to hear what you guys think regarding this. Is this just more drama, right? More, more poo-flinging, uh, people doing people and uh, creating drama out of nothing? Or is this really like the fight over the disclosure process, which, again, if real, if all this is real, and the claims these guys are making, it means that uh, the world is about to change, is it not? I, th- I think it does. But uh, what do you think? 702-957-1037. We're taking your phone calls. Troubledminds.org. Uh, click the Discord link and get your, uh, get your ass in the Discord, and we'll, we'll talk about aliens and disclosure and some of the rest of this stuff. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to think other than it's entertaining as hell. How about that? Kind of like I said, uh, truth at at some point, truth is stranger than fiction, right? And so who could have scripted this? We have, you know, one guy saying you could summon UFOs, calling the other guy a disinformation agent, uh, a lawyer that's working with both of them, which, which again, just doesn't make any sense to me. It's it's like, uh, aren't there any other lawyers in the world, guys? (laughs) Like, what the heck is going on? What's up, Jay Winch? Good night. Thanks for hanging out with us. All right, so... uh, Yeah. Uh, So here we go. Uh, Bailey says this. It could be both scary and not a threat, like something that is harmful to the human psyche based on our own societal standards, which I get it. Like, I understand. But 
don't you think we'd overcome that pretty quickly with, you know, with the technology boost? That's kind of my point is that I think whatever societal collapse or problems we would have would be easily remedied by, you know, technology would be, you know, hopefully assuming they'd want to share it with us. And that's, you know, that's, that's a big, big assumption, right? Uh, what's up? Sleepy Rain says, uh, yeah, a giant psyop. It seems like it, right? Like from, kind of from both sides, like they're both maybe even inadvertently working together or, or, or maybe not knowing it, but they're pitted against each other in, uh, from, from like a government kind of a stoke in the fire here. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, so uh, we're talking about this uh, cosmic disclosure and uh, we'll, we'll get to uh, some amazing stuff too that's in this uh, regarding uh, racism. Yeah, that's right. Exo racism. We'll get to that term and play a little bit, a little clip from the show, uh, from the from the Stephen Greer show here. And uh, I, I couldn't like I I really couldn't believe it when I was listening to that. But uh, I digress. We'll get to that a little later. Uh, Going to tease that for what's coming. And yeah, exo racism. Exo racism. Right. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. So just a little bit more, a little bit more background on Dr. Stephen Greer and with the things he believes. All right. So they're not trying to open up a dialogue or actual disclosure for a number of reasons, which we just read here. Here's here's a little bit more from uh, the, the serious disclosure, S-I-R-I-U-S disclosure dot com, the site of Dr. Stephen Greer. All right. And this is pretty cool, actually, because we've never never actually done a full show on Stephen Greer. So I think maybe the timing, the timing is good for this. Uh, but OK. Let's continue. It says a plan is in place to allow for gradually broader and deeper contact with human society and individuals so that humans may become accustomed to the reality of other intelligent beings in the universe. And so that needed research and observation may take place on both sides. Limited but increasing opportunities for bilateral and human initiated contact will occur in the reasonably near future. So he's saying that it is. And this is way back to 1991. He was saying this. That disclosure is on the way. There's a plan, and uh, I wonder, it kind of makes you wonder if Stephen Greer is part of that plan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So he says, uh, sudden and large-scale contact will occur only in the event of a significant worldwide emergency, which would be man-made or natural. And so, some people have suggested that, that there's, uh, you know, the aliens are here and they're friendly and they're basically waiting for World War III to happen so they could step in and stop it, right? Something like this. Um, I'm not so sure about that. I'm not so sure about that. But uh, I don't know. I, like, again, uh, th- there's a lot here that's kind of, um, it's, it's hard, to, hard to take in because, like I said, if you can summon UFOs on demand, let's see, let's show me the aliens, right? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? All right, a little bit more here. So e- uh, while ETI observation and interaction with Earth is probably an ancient as opposed to purely modern phenomenon, the marked increase in activity coinciding with World War II and the dawning of the nuclear age indicates that ETI are quite concerned with this transitional stage of human social evolution. They are particularly concerned about human nuclear weapons and technology and their potential for worldwide destruction and possibly for their potential threat to ETI although this is nominal. These beings are further concerned with our peaceful transition to a world society, international peace, and the establishment of a just, effective, and representative world government expected to occur in 10 to 15 years or less. Now, I can't deny that. I think it's pretty clear that... uh, 
the powers that be want a one world government. Now, how much better that will be, I think, is probably open to uh, <laughs> to interpretation. Uh, but uh, it seems to me that, uh, well, I don't know. I'm not going to get into that because, well, we'll talk about the, the new world order and, uh, you know, some of this stuff. But, but yeah, this is what he's saying, right? He's saying that the aliens are waiting for us to get our stuff straight and be able to uh, have this one world government where everything's going to be Shangri-La, right? Everything's going to be happy. And, uh, well, I don't know about happy, but, you know, maybe stop the wars. Uh, isn't it a little weird, too, that if you say one world government and then you're like, well, then there's no enemies to fight, right? Right? No, because <laughs> yeah, they'll make some. They'll make some. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like that's this is what I'm talking about. Anyway, I, I got you, Penny. We'll add we'll add a moderator here in just a sec. Uh, a lot of information going on with this, and like I said, there's some pretty pretty big claims from Dr. Stephen Greer regarding uh, this uh, this cosmic hoax, right? So again, like I said, uh, we do know what the U- the UAPs and UFOs are. He says the government is is fully aware of this, and humans cannot make craft that maneuver is false. Uh, like these things saying we do these alien reproduction vehicles uh, saying they're out there and he actually in in the the uh, the documentary here he goes through some uh, he's got these little models which I think it was kind of a cool way to describe this and discuss it he's got like the little TR3B shaped um, like a little model airplane right and he's he's got these different UFO shapes and he's describing what to look for if you want to find out if it's ETs or if it's man-made right saying there's the UFOs of the two different types and he's describing it saying if you look underneath like on the TR3B and you can see any sort of like a, anything that basically looks man-made, then it is. Like if you see like, a, you know, wiring or things like this, things that, uh, things that don't look, it would be like alien tech. That's how he describes it. And so you're, you're able to differentiate between what an alien craft might look like and what a you know, government UFO, government built UFO may look like. So like I said, pretty good stuff. I'm not going to play a bunch from the, the video itself because uh, again, copyright reasons and uh, you should probably watch it in its full context. I will play the clip about exo racism because that's hilarious. <laughs> but, but anyway, as we continue talking about this, this is uh this is the deal, right? Uh, we, we have the, the cosmic hoax and expose by Dr. Stephen Greer. I don't know. What do you guys think about Stephen Greer? Do you think he's a, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to put some words out there for you guys to, to maybe clamp onto here, but what do you think about him? What do you think about him? Is he good? Is he bad? Is he, is he on the right track? Is he just making stuff up? Is it something or other? What do you think? Anywhere in between. That's what we're doing. That's what we're talking about tonight. And as you know, uh, that's what we do. We, we get together and we get weird and talk about weird stuff. So like I said, at some point, I think Ash is still going to join us. It's a little bit late now, but uh, we still should have Ash, the reptilian from Mars, on the way. And we're still discussing Stephen Greer. And not just uh, his his uh, his cosmic hoax and expose where he talks about government cover-ups of UFOs and extraterrestrial life. Now he's also trying to say that all of the things going on with uh, the Disclosure Project and Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, and these guys is false. And it's a bunch of hooey, and uh, they're lying to us with just another PSYOP-type cover-up. So that's what's on deck tonight. That's what we're doing. And uh, like I said, we're always taking your phone calls, and uh, we haven't had a single one yet, oddly enough. If uh, you guys want to be part of the show, you know what to do. Give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, we'll put you on the show. You can talk to me, whoever else might be listening, and discuss the weirdness that is the disclosure efforts going on today. 
<laughs> today. Uh, we'll see what tomorrow brings, but today is what we're looking at. So there you go. 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange, and we're talking about aliens. We're talking about conspiracy. That's right. We're talking about all the things we love to think about. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. More when we come back. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness all right welcome back to troubled minds i'm your host michael strange and this is a show where we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about you know what they are aliens conspiracy the paranormal the government academia the 24-hour news cycle Propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. This show is live. We're streaming live on DLive, Facebook, and YouTube. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, we're talking about UFOs, Disclosure, Dr. Stephen Greer, Lou Elizondo, and the drama that has been ensuing with this entire, well, Let's just call it, well, I'll let you make up a word for it. But anyway, that's what's, go- that's what's on deck. That's what we're talking about tonight. If you want to be part of the show at any point, give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We got a call. So let's go to the call, shall we? Let's see. Let's see if I can make this, uh, yeah. yeah. Will it fade? I think it's already fading. Let's, uh, 
There we go. Let's fade fade out the music and let's go to this phone call. Thank you for being patient and waiting. Uh, and let's uh, let's go to whoever this is. Welcome to the show. Uh, what's your first name? Where are you calling from? My name is Rose. Rose, what's happening? Rose, how are you tonight? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing very well as well. Uh, what is on your mind tonight? Do you uh, do you have a a a a dog in this fight with the alien uh, disclosure stuff, or do you think it's uh, something else entirely here? Um, I mean, I, I, um, I might have a completely different perspective on alien stuff since I have had some abduction stuff as a child and, um, have seen a lot of alien aircrafts during my life. Um, I think that these beings are trying to help us. Okay. And um, I think there might be a government situation where they're trying to make these alien energies minute through corruption and control. Okay, so but that's just my that's just my own experience. So um, I don't really know much about this person you're talking about um but i know my own experience and i'm interested in 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 hearing about your experience okay uh, actually uh regarding yeah so regarding ufos i i've only seen a couple um i've never had like an actual uh, like abduction type experience if that was, that's what you mean um so that that's really all yeah yeah, that, that's really all I've seen. So, it, you know, in two two different cases where, uh, you know, some some of it was impressive, some of it was less. Like one was kind of a group of uh, orbs kind of maybe circling each other, looked like they were dancing in the sky. That was down there southeast of Las Vegas, down near Boulder City. And then the other one was uh, I saw like a really high, um, maybe it looked like a star, but it was traveling extremely fast. But that could have been like a military thing, kind of like that. So that's pretty right, much right. my entire, gotcha. my, yeah, that's, that's my entire experience basically with this type of thing, other than talking about it an awful lot. Uh, are, are you able to share some of your experiences there? Have, have you had actually had like an abduction experience? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to share my experience. Um, when I was, 14, I was sitting in the back of my parents' van, and we were driving home from Sedona, and it seemed like everybody fell asleep but me, and I looked up into the sky, and I saw like 40 aircrafts moving around, Um, but it seemed like everybody else was asleep. Um, and it was pretty profound because I remember trying to wake everyone up, even though they were driving, they couldn't talk to me. Um, and it was really profound because I was the only one that was awake and witnessing this and everyone seemed to be unconscious in this state. Okay. So, is can you can you describe what they look like? You said there were maybe like forty craft in the sky, sort of like airplanes. Were they? Could you describe a color or a shape? Could, did you get any of those details? Yeah. Um, well, they were moving around really fast, 
and it looked like they they were like part of a group um and it's almost like they were talking to me personally and everyone else was kind of in this state of sleeping or I don't even know how to explain it because obviously my parents were driving but I was not able to reach them and I wasn't asleep so um, it was a bizarre state of conscious awareness I guess Um, okay and did they uh, but I've also go ahead go ahead I've also had some connections to so for my work I do um, clairvoyant energy medicine that's like what I do and I'm pretty attuned to these other beings um, which you've been talking about and um, I think they're I think they're here to help us and I think they want to support us in our growth, um, but there's some governmental things that are blocking them from supporting us. Okay. What I've picked up on. Okay. So, so uh, just a couple more questions about your experience there, if that's okay. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So, so you, you feel definitely that they're here to help. So what, was there any, any fear with that, that initial contact? It, was it kind of like a, a telepathic thing? Can, no. you, can you explain how that happened? No, no, no. There was no fear at all. It was like a welcoming feeling, like uh, you're home, you're, you're surrounded by friends um, in my childhood. And I've always had experiences with aliens or whatever UFOs following me since the time I was a child. So that was just one instance. Um, But they've always been super warm and super friendly. And um, if anything, there's a sense of they want to support us, but the way our government is structured, they're not allowed to come in because they feel like they're... um, infringing on social privacy and social um, like collective personal freedom. So they kind of stay back, but I kind of feel like what's happening in the world right now, like there's a sense of they want to come forward and support us because we have a lot of, corruption going on right now and they want to be there for us gotcha okay Does that makes sense yeah yeah okay and then so is so after this first incident you had this first experience were has this happened again since then have you is this like a repeatable thing for you yeah i mean like ever since i was a little girl um i felt like i was looking up to the stars and um there's been times during my sleep where I felt like there were other energies coming to me and talking to me and giving me information and trying to help me, not just me, but like the collective. So, um, yeah, I'd say, yes, it's happened 
throughout my life, but but after that instance, it's it's been more during sleep. Um, but these energies, the these alien beings, I I feel like. Sorry, I feel like you want to interrupt. No, go right ahead. <laughs> you're uh, just listening to what you're saying. Um, <laughs> go right ahead. Um. I, I feel like these these alien beings do not want to infringe on the human progression and their soul because that's karmically stepping a bound. And so they step back to let us sort of like take charge of our life. Um, but I also feel like there's some governmental things going on that is pushing these alien beings to maybe um, show themselves in the next few years because they're connected to us. They're connected to um, how we were born in a way, the way we were genetically created and so they um have kind of stepped aside but we're not being properly treated right now and so i think i think in the next few years we might have an appearance okay and, and you're not you're not the only one who believes that too that there's a there's a lot of folks that believe that this disclosure thing is just it's going to happen and uh, it's only a matter of time now. And and some have described even kind of like this disclosure process with the government as being part of that. So so I don't know. Like uh, I'm I'm with you. I think you. it is. You think I it think is? It is. Okay. I, I think that I think this this government pressure um, to vaccinate and to conform is kind of pressuring these alien beings to step in to give us another option to grow forward because they know that the way we're being treated right now is not really healthy or accurate or good for humanity. So the more that this energy happens, I think they're going to be pressured to come in and talk to us. Gotcha. Okay. So, so do you have any idea where they might be from? Is there, did you get any information about maybe a particular star system or anything like this or even what they look like? Could you tell us any of that stuff? Yeah. So, so what I've gotten is that there's, there's 12 different being or 12 different solar systems that they come from. It's called the council of 12 and they come from 12 different places in the universe and they are here to help support us in our humanity and help us grow. Um, I mean, there's the Pleiades, the Sirius, there's, there's 12 different places in the solar system. I won't go in, into all of them, but they're in a council. It's like a panel of sorts and they, they overwatch us. Um, and they're here to help us grow. And there's a point where, um, when our government becomes too constrictive and oppressive, they might show themselves. 
Okay, I hope so. Because okay. there's no other option. <laughs> because, well, the, the, the crackdown's coming, so uh, the aliens are late. <laughs> they should have been here last year. And, uh, of course, I'm just making jokes here because clearly meaning that uh, the, the government crackdown is, what, like you said, uh, it's becoming more draconian. That's another theme of this show as well, is that uh, it's it not the... It is becoming draconian. Yeah, it's and not And one of the councils is, is the reptilians. Um, but on the council, the reptilian is obviously, like, supportive of human beings. Um, but, um, things have not become so oppressive to the human race before now. And they're, they're connected to us in that they helped create us through Nibiru and, and the Ananukai. Yeah. And Anunnaki. Yeah. Yeah. So at some point, at some point they're going to have to step in because the the government forces that have been with us lately are not really respecting us. So um, there is going to be a step in probably in the next three years, Okay, I would say. Okay, fantastic. Uh, you are a first-time caller. Uh, how did you find our show? Did you find us on Facebook kind of randomly? I found you on Facebook. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Uh, it works. <laughs> it works. Uh, Rose, I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for enlightening us and, and letting us know what some of this stuff is is going on. And I appreciate it. Would you uh, call us back in the future as well? I would be happy to. Okay. Thank you so much for uh, listening, and thanks for calling. Thanks for spending your time with us tonight. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Right. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thanks a lot. You too. All right. That's that's uh, that's Rose from Facebook, and uh, the interesting stuff there. Uh, like the, this is again, this is why we do the show in this format because, you know, many times people don't want to share these type of experiences because you know people will thumb their nose at them or call them crazy or some of this other stuff. But uh, you know, I think there's there's some compelling evidence to suggest that these uh, these uh, visitations or abductions do happen right i mean there's a uh, back to betty and barney hill like they're like you guys are saying in the chat there like there's there's some things that have gone down in the past that seems like maybe this stuff is really going down and then we have experiencers able to call in and explain what happened and uh how they can communicate with these uh, these entities and the rest of this stuff yeah great stuff uh, great stuff there. Thanks, Rose, for the call. Appreciate that. And uh, uh, it's, lines are open for you guys. If you guys want to be part of the show, you know what to do. Phone number is up at, right on the stream there, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. That's a chat client, voice client, and you can be on the show that way. It's totally free, and it's a, a good conversation going on 24 hours a day in there. Uh, lots of smart people sharing links and ideas and uh, things like this. Yeah, great call. Uh, fantastic stuff. It, it is it is a very very good to hear people with firsthand accounts, right? That have had actual visitation type stuff. We've had uh, we've had several call in before in the past, and uh, it, it is right. Like I said, there's it, there's no way, uh, no better way than to hear your stories straight from you instead of again you know filtered by the newspaper or you know uh, some crappy YouTube channel trying to take it out of context or leave out details things like this so it, it's um, this is why we do this that's exactly why we do it so thank you again for the phone call there uh, now as we're continuing talking about this so so Rose there believes that uh, along with this Dr. Stephen Greer fellow that uh, they're not here to hurt us that they're here to help us right 
And so uh, there's uh, there's some other stuff, right? There's uh, there's there's some contradictory stuff with that. Like uh, there's uh, there's some good stuff from from um, Brian in uh, the Facebook chat. He says, uh, uh, "Conducting horrific medical experimentation on intelligent sentient beings against their will isn't supportive. It's malicious." And so that, of course, would be the abduction phenomena and some of the things they've said with the uh, hybridization and, you know, uh, taking DNA from people and things like this, which has been uh, discussed uh, quite a lot in, in UFO circles. So I don't know. Like, again, it, it, it seems to make sense both ways if this is really happening. If all the things that Stephen Greer is kind of laying out as uh, part of part of his comprehensive assessment here on the state of uh, extraterrestrial intelligence and, uh, you know, all the rest of this, he, he says that they're here. He says they're here. Uh, what's up, Sleepy? Says uh, abductions are real, but just maybe it's our own government. Maybe do deep dives into the secret programs our government has done and continue to do. And uh, I kind of agree. I think, and I think I'm a, I'm of two minds with this, uh, meaning that it, clearly we have UFOs of our making so in some capacity. Like like I said, go listen last night to last night's show, and you'll see what I mean. There, we're definitely capable of making something that we're seeing out there. And then, so so that's one style, one kind of UFO to me. There's ours, and then I think there's theirs, right? Their UFOs. And who who they are, I don't know. I, I can't tell you. Um, I, I have no idea. But uh, that's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about Dr. Stephen Greer. We're talking about some of the drama going on with his, uh, his thing here. And uh, after the break, after we get to the bottom of the hour... We'll get into that exo-racism a little bit, which uh, seems, um, like I said, it seems a little out there. But, uh, yeah, you'll see as we as we do it. But we're taking your phone calls. Uh, what do you guys think about all of this stuff? Is it is it an actual good disclosure project going on, or do you think there's something nefarious with the government, with Stephen Greer, with uh, Lou Elizondo? What do you guys think? Uh, fantastic call to get us going, and uh, looking to hear from you guys. 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. All right, let's go back to this document just real quick to kind of, again, outline some of the things that Stephen Greer has been saying. And this is it from uh, from his comprehensive assessment of the UFO and ETI phenomena. All right. So here we go. Linking it back in the chat so you guys can follow along if you prefer to. And uh, this is this is uh, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. Um yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So if uh, when when we're done here, uh, if uh, Rose, you you will have an archive. It's going to stay up on on Facebook, YouTube, and everywhere else. So you can. Uh, do you want me to make you an MP3, like an audio? I can do that of your call. I can do that for you. Just let me know. Okay, so let's let's do this. Uh, we have uh, more more from Doctor Stephen Greer. All right, he says this. Uh, ETI technology is a strictly guarded by both extraterrestrial intelligence and human governmental agencies because of its potential for military applications which would greatly threaten world security. It is imperative that this technology not found significant human applications until such time as the Earth attains international peace and an effective world government. And so there you go. The aliens, according to Stephen Greer, want the the government that to, to have the we want a one world government right uh so this continues uh let's see where we at time wise we're good and here we go the u.s government th- this is again from seriousdisclosure.com. this is dr stephen greer's website it says this the u.s government at least at the level of a highly compartmentalized above top secret group has known about the reality of these ets and their occupants since at least 1947 which, of course, is Roswell. Uh, a strict secrecy and a worldwide cover-up of these facts have been maintained due to this, these number of things. A, fear of public panic and social disruption. 
B, security issues surrounding possible military uh, possible military and technology applications of ETI technology, especially in the setting of a world beset with Cold War tensions and competing interests. Uh, C, uncertainty and mistrust regarding ETI motives and ultimate intentions. D, embarrassment and consternation over human military inability to secure world airspace uh, from repeated penetration by ETs, which, <laughs> uh, yeah, right? Uh, and E, embarrassment and loss of face resulting from disclosures concerning how this matter has been handled, such as the harassment and ridicule of innocent civilians and military personnel and the withholding of information from the public and Congress, etc. So, all right, that's a, that's a lot of information there from his website. And so he's claiming quite a lot of things, right? And that's really what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about Dr. Stephen Greer uh, being able to summon UFOs. We're talking about some of the drama that's happening with... Uh, his uh, documentary and how he's basically saying that the other guys, Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, they're all government operatives that are lying to bring about more funding for the Pentagon. I don't know what's true here. I don't know who to believe. We got different sides saying different things. What do you believe? This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Looking to hear from you. More conversation about aliens, Dr. Stephen Greer, and you after the break. Be right back. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. We are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we're taking your phone calls. We're talking about Stephen Greer. We're talking about aliens among us. We're talking about all kinds of things that seem unbelievable. What do you think? That's the question tonight. And uh, if you uh, you believe this stuff, if you've had a personal experience, you could uh, share like Rose did, or uh, just your your hot take on what's going on with this and the disclosure and the government lying and uh, all the rest of this. It's up to you. And uh, phone number's up, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. If you go to troubledminds.org, that's the official website. You can find the phone number and the Discord link there, and uh, come tell us what you think about this. All right, well, let's continue, shall we? Let's uh, let's get to this exo-racism bit, all right? Actually, before we do that, uh, Joe, Joe, uh, Joe from Florida shared this article in the uh, in the chat here before we uh, while we were on our break. And this is sort of the stuff that uh, this is what I mean. People have accused uh, Dr. Stephen Greer of uh, falsifying UFOs, right? By kind of making these things up. And, uh, uh, you know, he's from the guy saying he can summon UFOs when you have uh, reports like this where he faked, uh, you know, actual flares. Here it is from July 31st, 2020. Opinion. Uh, written by a Tom Rogan, a commentary writer. Did Stephen Greer fake a UFO with flares? All right, so here we go. That's uh, Let's read just a little bit of this, and then we'll get to the exo-racism. Dr. Stephen Greer likes to suggest that he is in regular contact with extraterrestrials who are visiting Earth. Kindly, if for a price, Greer offers to train others in his close encounters of the fifth-kind contact protocols. 
But is Greer really in contact with unidentified flying objects, or what the military refers to as UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena? All right, so, well, like the U.S. military, this guy here says, this is again from Tom Rogan, says that I'm very confident that some UFOs are true unknowns not belonging to China, United States, or Russia. Okay, clearly, uh, we've said that. We've said that. That exists for sure. And he continues, that said, I'm not convinced these objects are what Greer is seeing or communicating. A January 27, 2015 Greer contact event in Florida offers a case. Uh, the date saw Greer leading an expedition at Vero Beach on Florida's East Coast. Greer's website says his week-long expeditions come with a tuition fee of $2,500 to $3,500, depending on facility costs. The website explains that, quote, all of the ambassador to the universe trainings are similar. All participants are expected to compete in a return liability release, confidentiality agreement, and ambassador agreement, which will be sent after they have paid and registered. All right, so back to Jan- January 27th and 2015, when Greer's expedition claimed to have summoned two UFOs. Video of the sighting was posted on Greer's YouTube channel, and the incident was the first case listed on the photographic and video evidence page of Weir, uh, Greer's website. Here's the, uh, let's see, is that, here we go. There's the, uh, the, the actual link, photographic and video evidence. Let's uh, put this up here. And so what they're saying is that uh, he, he faked these UFOs with, uh, with flares, right, with uh, some sort of uh, aircraft flares. He says, uh, the video starts with bright orange light appearing off the coast. Greer is heard directing a participant to please turn off your night scope. Note that a night scope would assist in detecting low visibility aircraft. Okay. So anyway, uh, that's, you can read this entire thing in its entirety. And uh, yeah, I mean... He's been, and people have said that he's been faking this stuff with like lasers in the sky and, and stuff like this. Okay, so he does have his uh, his detractors uh, that say he's kind of just making stuff up. All right, but let's hear what he has to say. Now, this is where things got a little bit off the rails in his documentary for me. And again, I'm going to link it if you guys want to uh, uh, watch this on your own time. I, I recommend it. Uh, like I said, there's some things in this that I think is very well done. Other things, I just scratch my head. And we're going to watch one of the head scratching moments here because what in the world is going on? Uh, here we go. So uh, let's do this action. This is straight from Stephen Greer and his documentary. Fall into these camps of, well, there are the good aliens and the bad aliens. And the good aliens almost always look like someone from Norway. And the bad ones have different features or maybe darker. I'm going, this is racism. You just call it out what it is. This is absolutely racism extrapolated into an interspecies level. Not just racism, but speciesism, (laughs) you know, which is even deeper. Uh, We have to try to overcome this. We have to train ourselves. They're hoping that we as humans evolve out of this mindset of ingrained racist tribalism uh, and not go down the path that these covert interests want us to do and extrapolate into space, push out into space the racist world we've had. I call it exo-racism. Justification for war or genocide. Okay, there it is. There it is. So so the, the Nordic aliens, right, are white, he says. Uh, and so it's a it's a fabrication by a racist society, and uh, so now we're, now now we're not just racist against each other; we are now racist against the aliens. And there's a new term; it's called exo racism. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I said, I was like, "Wait, what?" 
<laughs> wait, wait, say what? What are we talking about here? And uh, yeah, like so, so it goes on to explain uh, past that that uh, we are we are basically uh, uh, racist against the aliens, and by by labeling them white or dark or scary or this or that or the other thing, we're kind of slandering the aliens when he says that they're uh, not really here to hurt us. They're here. They're here. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's up, sleepy? Uh, this is too much alien racism, right? And this is what I mean. I'm not sure uh, he realizes how ridiculous that sounds. Um, I, I was like, what? <laughs> like, really? All right. I guess this is where we're going, right? But in a world where everything is racist now, right? Which, again, uh, don't get me wrong. Yeah, racism definitely exists. You have to, right? You always have to say these things because if you don't, people freak out and they're like, I knew it. Mike's a Nazi. No, Mike's not a Nazi. I promise you. Uh, but the thing is, right, like every single aspect of life doesn't have to be racism either, right? It's it's just not. It isn't. I'm sorry. It exists, yes, but holy crap. And so this, in particular, now we're talking about exo-racism. Exo-racism, right? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what's up, Richard says, as spacism. Spaceism, right? Oh, we got some uh, some hot takes in the chat. What's up, uh, James says, uh, does that mean we can't say cats are different from dogs? Because they are. <laughs> there, I said it. Well, uh, now, now apparently you're a Nazi too. Join the club. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else is going on? As Bridget says, as speciesism. Yes, exactly. Let's watch just a little bit more of this as they describe exactly what's happening with uh, this uh, this exo-racism and where they say it comes from. Always begins with dehumanization of the enemy. For example, as part of their anti-Semitic propaganda campaign, the Nazis revived the centuries-old blood libel. The allegation that Jews murder non-Jews, especially Christian children, in order to obtain blood for the Passover or other rituals, in order to lay the foundation for a false flag alien threat. The national security state has engaged in a similar propaganda campaign for decades, a cosmic blood libel. The national security state apparatus and their media allies have been flogging that particular theory that these these extraterrestrial civilizations are all here to eat us or to take over our planet and rape our women. You know, I mean, there's there's a whole scenario that's always gone on on the part of uh, authoritarian warrior states, you know, about the ultimate other, the Hun. 95% of all of the movies that have ever been made about extraterrestrial life have portrayed them as hostile and okay i see uh, there it is this exo racism speciesism now we are uh putting the the uh, by by making uh, bad movies about aliens and uh, their dark and demonic intentions, let's say I added that for flair and effect. But uh, if we're if we're doing that and putting these aliens in these movies and they're only here to help us, then what in the world's going on? Then clearly we're just a bunch of racists, right? <laughs> I mean. I don't know, speciesism, uh, exo-racism. You see these terms, right? And this is what I'm saying. But notice, okay, so notice I'll get off of this. I'll get off the exo-racism bit. I I just wanted to point out, like, what is going on here? But then what he's trying to say is that not only is the government lying to us about this, but he believes that Lou Elizondo and those guys are actually setting up 
the government for Project Bluebeam, which of course would be the fake alien invasion, right? So that's what's going on with this. I don't know. I don't know the answers here, but Dr. St- Stephen Greer is heavily implying that uh, that's that's the deal, and uh, these these individuals that are uh, trying to bring in disclosure through the government, he says, are government agents that are straight up, flat out lying to us, and they're doing it to actually uh, do a a um, uh, something or other to do a. Um, uh, whatever's going on here, a, a fa- false flag alien invasion. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Uh, I guess my, my gizmo just stopped working on Fringe. I guess I've, I haven't been on Fringe. What's up? Sorry about that. I guess uh, I guess I should have been on Fringe and I wasn't. But uh, all right, I think we're back. Anyway, so point is point is this, is that we're talking about uh, this, this Stephen Greer thing. This false flag alien invasion, he says that it's being set up by Lou Elizondo and uh, the rest of the government here uh, for the the false flag takeover, right, of our rights and all the rest of these things, which we've talked about quite a lot on this show. And, you know, the the concepts behind this, of course, and even last night, uh, it kind of came into it with the uh, the voice of God or the remember that voice of God weapon that we talked about last night. So, again, lots of this, lots of uh, in- interesting things coming out of this. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, go to some chat here. Uh, looking here from you guys. What do you think about this stuff? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Uh, Sleepy says, Greer is trying to jump onto something he thinks will get him more attention, talking about racism. I don't like him at all. And there you go, right? There's a there's a good take. Uh, where are you guys at? Where are you guys at? We got the one phone call. There's many of you out there. 702-957-1037. And uh, okay, thank you. I see you there. Thank you, TLC in Nevada. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I guess my uh, thing clicked off and uh, I didn't realize it. So anyway, all right, uh, we're back on the fringe. I guess we were off for a little bit there. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know this. Uh, uh, Shamanic says adding shameless virtue signaling to the UFO thing. WTF. And uh, I don't know. Uh, exo racism, it becomes, uh, you know what I mean? Like exo politics is, is very, uh, very, you know, contentious anyway, because some people are like, nope, there's no aliens. Get out of here. But now we're saying exo racism. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, what do you guys think about the false flag? What do you think about Stephen Greer? What do you think about these uh, conflicting and competing uh, disclosure efforts and narratives? Meaning that uh, we have Stephen Greer saying the aliens are not here to hurt us. They're here to help us. And having uh, Lou Elizondo and Chris Mellon and these guys kind of, again, like I said, they've backed off the threat narrative just a little bit. But uh, they, it seems like they continue to say that, well, they may be a threat, they may not be, but we have to determine that. It's undetermined at this point. So I don't know, like uh, like very different things, right? And then Stephen Greer uh, accusing them of setting us up for a false flag alien invasion. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this. Uh, you guys tell me, and uh, looking to hear from you. Phone number is up, 702-957-1037. That's 702 702- Nine five seven one zero three seven. Now let's play just a little bit more of this video. Now he's got a a point in here where he's talking about like an actual alien autopsy. All right, so let's uh, let's pull this up real fast, and we'll uh, we'll put this up on the, on the screen here. Um, now the the nutty part, right? Is let's see. Here we go. Is that that's not the spot? Uh, let me find it. I had this. Uh, I had it. Um, set uh with timestamps and i refreshed it and broke it <laughs> so i so now i don't have my timestamps so bear with me just a sec uh we're talking about uh these uh 
alien uh, now an alien autopsy, but we're talking about uh, Stephen Greer's uh, the cosmic hoax and expose. What what do you guys think about this, and uh, what is what's happening? Let's listen to just a little bit of this and look at the alien autopsy that he claims is a real thing, and uh, we'll go to a phone call here in just a sec. Let's go to this first. Walker Field, which is where Roswell is. At that time, she acquired this photo. How do we know? We tested the paper to establish that it was pre-19, early 50s. And it's a photo of a photograph. And so we do a whole research project on it. We have it analyzed by the top medical archivists in the world, Dr. Burns in Manhattan, who establishes that it is the 1920s. We have the, the top clothing experts at the Metropolitan Museum of Art and determine that those absolutely are from the 20s. So medically, clothing, everything. But if it is what we think it is, it means that there had been targeting and retrieval of extraterrestrial materiel and beings that were 20, 25 years before Roswell. And that opens another whole chapter. Now, the reason I... Okay, interesting to note, right? So 25 years before Roswell, he's saying that they had this alien autopsy, and he, he's suggesting that that picture is real and saying that they had people uh, verify that the... The clothing and the things are actually uh, legitimate. So, so here we go. Let's uh, let's go to James uh, in uh, James in Michigan. What's up, my friend? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, what's your take on uh, this this uh, disclosure stuff? I, you know, there's two points that I, or things that I've, I, I think about a lot of this, and just the paranormal in general. Um, first of all, I think there should be a lot more focus on people's experiences than on just what any one person or one government says about what they think that is going on. Um, and so just because there's so many people's, people's experiences, if you look at, if you just reach out and look, I mean, it seems like everybody has had something strange happen somewhere. Um, that's my one point. The other point is I, I think, um, again, getting back to the, any kind of government or any kind of one person that says they're an expert, I think that no one can know everything for sure that what they're saying, or know, know for sure what they're saying is totally accurate. And so I think anytime anyone is saying something that is absolutely this way or that way, I, um, I don't always trust that. Yeah, right. There's there's something to be said about the the person with all the answers because clearly not everybody knows everything. So so uh, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm very suspicious of people that have all the answers because the answers are not so easy to achieve. And even so, if they say they have government inside knowledge and this type of thing, they could be lied to anyway. So it's not like just because somebody says, "Oh, I have a source," right on the inside, I know what's going on. Somebody might be lying to them. So it's, it's hard, right? This is, this is one of those things that's kind of a, a tough nut to crack because uh, I'm with you. I think that uh, this is why we do the show in this format, to hear people's experiences directly. And so we can bypass all the media spin and all the other BS that they're, they're putting out there and just talk about this amongst ourselves. Like, uh, like Speaking of which, have you ever seen a UFO? I haven't seen a UFO. I have had one experience that I... Still to this day, don't know if it was a dream or if it was uh, an abduction experience. And in that case, whether if it was humans or not humans, I don't know. 
Um, I could I could go over it real quick. I don't know how close you are to the break. Uh, we've got uh, probably about six minutes, so you're good if you go, you want to tell the story. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, it's pretty simple. I had this this one night where I was um, I basically found myself laying on a table. I couldn't see. I couldn't move myself or anywhere. I could just kind of move my eyes a little bit. Um, I am also legally blind, as some of the people here know. So, but um, I couldn't move, and I was in this room. I could see it was had like darker colored walls, but then there were white, um, almost like giant cabinets for electronics, like built into the walls. Okay. Um, and I could see a, f- a few figures moving around me, but I could never see them clearly. They were just like regular size as far as height goes, but just blurs. I couldn't see anything clearly. And I, um, as they're moving around, I started, I noticed that there was something above me and it was coming down toward me. And, um, as it was, whatever this was, was coming down. I tried to struggle and I heard my, my parents' voices telling me it was okay, but it wasn't my parents. There was no emotion in their voices at all. And I couldn't understand why they'd be saying it was okay that there was something coming down from the ceiling toward me. Holy smokes. Um, and it basically it, um, came down, and at the end of whatever this was, there was a needle. Now, this is kind of... The scariest part for me is it came down towards my, my face and towards my eyes. And um, it came down, and I don't remember which eye it was, but it came down, and it, I felt something touch my eye. And that's when I woke up. Wow. Wow. Holy smokes. And so, so, uh, what do you think it was? Was it, uh, like you said, maybe, maybe a dream state situation or, uh, what, what's your, if you, if you make the best guess, what do you think it was? I, I don't know. I, that's why I say, I hope it's a dream because that, that would be the best case situation, but, um, I don't know. And it was just the fact that I felt something. If I had just seen things, then that might've been different. But I felt something touch my eye. Wow! And then I woke up. That's that's terrifying. There's a there's a scene wow. in the uh, Fire in the Sky, the Travis Walton movie, where they they're putting it like the aliens are putting a needle in the guy's eye, and he's kind of strapped down to the table. That's that's horrifying, man. And see, I, I I've never seen that movie. So okay. Okay. I know yeah. I didn't get it from there. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I'm just saying, like uh, parallels, meaning that uh, he says that oh. something like that happened to yeah. him as well. So yeah. Yeah, and that, yeah no, I'm, I'm not saying you're you're saying anything, but yeah, no, I, and that's an interesting part too. Is I, I've never seen that, so gotcha, gotcha. Okay, uh, wow, so fantastic yeah. story, man. I appreciate that a lot. Uh, so, so what's your what's your take then on uh, Greer and the rest of this? We got maybe a couple minutes left if you want to finish up or not. Uh, it's up to you. <laughs> totally up to you. Not going to try and I, uh, well, I twist mean, your arm here. Yeah, I again, I I always think it's important to listen to everything that the person says, just in case there is some valuable information there. Um, but I also don't like the fact that, um, it kind of goes back to the, the, the money thing as far as him charging a lot of money for people to have these experiences and it may not even be, you know, real. I think if it was, I think if it's real, then like you said, you know, have, you should show them to, to people. And I mean, without charging them at least once or twice. 
show the evidence that it's real, and then maybe, you know, I don't know. Beyond that, maybe you're okay to do that, to, to charge him and stuff. But I think the fact that he doesn't do that, at least not much, that he hasn't just shown that to the public in general, I think is um, makes me suspect that there's something wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, so it's definitely a suspicious thing. Uh, I appreciate it, my man. So uh, James here has a podcast. Do you want to tell, uh, tell everybody about your podcast real quick while we got you on the phone? Yeah, it's called Salcedo Paranormal. Um, it's um, it's a uh, it's actually become a weekly podcast show kind of thing now on my Discord, which is um, called Salcedo Media, and I just cover um, all things paranormal in general, just um, articles and, and stories from people from uh, that have had experiences, uh, all all that put together. So it's a weekly show now, and you can find me on Discord and listen there, okay, and then also sweet. on all the social media, uh, the social media and the. Uh, podcast platforms i share the show after gotcha uh salcedo paranormal is the name of the uh the podcast i appreciate you calling in james thank you so yep. much we'll uh we'll talk to you soon okay thanks for listening thanks for the call thank you thanks Good a night. lot thanks a lot uh there you go simple as that see uh, you can call and i'll be nice to you uh, I'm, I'm i'm the nice guy i'm not the i'm not the guy on the radio that's gonna yell at you and freak out but uh great stories tonight uh based on some some actual like eyewitness accounts and some things that happen right some things that happen out there and that's that's the whole point of doing the show like this as we've always done it in a live setting because you never know the type of the type of things you're going to get the things people have seen out there and the experiences they've been through so thank you so much for sharing rose and james tonight uh the rest of you i don't know where you're at we're uh, we're taking phone calls and the phone's not ringing uh i think you're probably scared probably scared <laughs> it's all right we're done we are done on the fringe this is troubled minds i'm michael strange and uh we get together monday tuesday wednesday thursday at 7 p.m pacific and uh we finish for a couple hours on fringe and if you're listening on the fringe fm stay tuned for joe Roop lighting the void if you're listening to us on the podcast feed d live facebook or youtube stay tuned for more troubled minds we're going to keep on trucking you guys call we got a third hour uh, if you don't, well, we'll just cut it short because it seems like uh, it seems like you guys are scared of Stephen Greer. Ha! In any case, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. You guys know the drill. We are off the fringe now and uh, D Live, Facebook, and YouTube, and more podcasts if you're listening on the podcast. And uh, we're continue talking about this. What do you think about exo racism? What do you think about Stephen Greer? What's going on with all this stuff? It seems like there's some weirdness, right? It seems like there's some weirdness. So we've got more coming. Uh, there's more uh, information we've got here. Uh, hopefully, Ash will show up in the third hour. I don't know where he's at. Like I said, uh, he did say he was going to be probably late because he had some issues going on. But in any case, we're going to keep on trucking. We're going to do our thing anyway. And uh, that's that's what's up. That's what's up. So uh, we're going to take a two-minute break, and we will be right back. More Troubled Minds after two minutes.
close enough, right? Probably close enough. Let's fade this music out and get on with this. What's up, guys? You know the drill. If you're interested and want to call, we'll keep the show going. If not, uh, we'll c- cut it a little bit short, and uh, that's the way it is. So uh, phone number's up. It's on you. It's 702-957-1037. What do you think about this stuff? About Stephen Greer, about this exo-racism, about the drama, about uh, Lou and uh, him and all this other stuff? Like, like, what the heck is going on? Like I said, sometimes truth is stranger than fiction, and this is like kind of out of a soap opera right and we're and we're talking about aliens here instead like alien soap opera style just bizarre right i mean there's just so much here that's a little bit weird and it's a as as usual it's dividing the ufo community and people are freaking out about this and taking sides and you know it, it seems like just more division right more division and uh that's not a good thing it's it's just not a good thing um let's see um let's see let's see what else do we got well, let's uh, say hi to the chat what's up nice stalker says what if aliens are interested in your eyes because you've seen in the paranormal yeah right that's that's uh that's terrifying uh, that's not good and um if i went to another planet and the aliens were seeing ghosts i'd check them out too yeah, why not, right? <laughs> why not? Why not? Uh, I don't know. Like there's a, like I said, there's a lot here. There's a lot of really weirdness going on with uh, this these disclosure things, and uh, what 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 all this means, I can't tell you. I like I said, I, I'm, this is not. Oh, you can't hear me in Discord. Uh, you should be able to. Let's see, everything should be working fine. Let's see, all the buttons are pressed. All the buttons are pressed. Uh, I was actually not there in Discord. Um, I actually was uh, away. Uh, so I stepped away because we were taking a two-minute break, so I wasn't talking. So uh, if you want to jump back in Discord, uh, let's let's try it again. What's up, uh, Tam? What's up, Todd? How you guys doing? Let's see. Uh, Kelly says, I'm grounded to the third hour because of my sailor mouth. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Busted. Uh, what's up, Larry? says, preconditioning before public exposure. Same media control scenario. Uh, they would create a false et crisis and lock us down again and i think that's the uh that's that's the same that's what's going on here right uh is is uh he's he's describing that they're there's going to use this for a uh a false flag alien invasion right uh so that's that's the crazy part here is that uh, we've we've said this and now we have like a notable figure in the ufo community Stephen Greer, Dr. Stephen Greer, saying that that's what's happening. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Tam says, I don't think we're scared to call in. I think maybe it's that you know more about a subject than we do. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> that's okay. I, I was. It was more like a joke. I always say like, uh, uh, it's kind of like my, my thing. I'm like, yeah, you're scared, aren't you? Scared scared <laughs> i was just kidding i was just a joke a bad joke anyway all right so uh what is up uh, kelly are you there testing one two can you hear me brother yeah man how's it going uh, i'm doing good man so yeah i had stepped away for a sec that's why you couldn't hear me welcome to the show what do you think about all this craziness man like uh what do you know about Stephen greer to start with and then uh about the rest of this drama that we're talking about tonight man I don't know. This is a very difficult subject for me for right now because, I mean, all the stuff that Stephen Greer has done prior before all this, right? I'm going to you know, just give examples, right? In 1990, he founded the CSETI, right? It was the Center for Study of Extraterrestrial Intelligence, right? And But the interesting part and the same time, you know, like, say, three years later, he was in contact him and uh, a bunch of different doctors, you know, they were into ufology and people with money. 
right? And it was with, uh, I'll get into that in a second, though. But he, around the same time, our, I'm going to have to introduce this, but let, let's go with, uh, in 1993, he started the Disclosure Project, right? That's the one that actually kind of thrusted him in there into this limelight because he, he did a thing in, in, um, in May 2001, he went to the uh, press conference, right, and then uh, at the National Press uh, Press Club in D.C. That's where he did the disclosure project when he had, like, you know, people from the military, people from governments, uh, and, and like in some of these high-ranking areas, right. It would just kind of have that would have intel on some of the intelligence that's going on, you know, in different countries. But at the same time, in 1993, uh, it was actually in September 14th, 1993, in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, him and those doctors and those other ufologists, they all met with uh, Lawrence uh, Rockefeller. And this was in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. That's the interesting part to me, is why would he... Because the story goes that Lawrence uh, Rockefeller he was interested in ufology as well. And he was, you know, he wanted to get a group together and, you know, start, I guess, start a disclosure project because he was the, the financier back here, you know, the back, the money backing for, for some of this. That's the story anyway. But we don't, I mean, I really haven't been delved too far down that uh, tunnel when I, when I seen that, you know, I, I, you know, but because of the, this, that disclosure project that Robert Greer did in 2001, which is incredible to me, because he's, he did not just get, like, he got a lot of people, right? And they went in front of some, like, like they were ex, uh, you know, they were people that had, you know, that were no longer, you know, uh, congressmen or senators. And they sat there and listened to this. That's the closest you're going to get, you know, for us to be stepping in front as a people you know, to talk about some of this stuff. And, you know, they were said that they were willing, all those participants were willing to, you know, go in front of Congress, but, you know, they were never invited. And then, but after in uh, <clears throat> 2013, he was a co-producer for that serious, prod, you know, documentary. You know, that's the, mostly that's dealing with his uh, his work in, you know, hypnosis and, and, and the regard for extraterrestrial life. And that's when he was started doing all this this um you know saying that he can uh you know summon ufos but there was a time frame in between there you know between those distances he's i think you know when i was researching him and following him is that like he fell off the you know off the scene for a little bit and then he comes back because some of the words that he was coming out of his mouth was you know because there was times where he was saying that all alien abductions at one time, was you know, was all government, it was the military, you know, that were saying that, you know, some people say that they see uh, with the aliens was, you know, in a military or base-like thing, you know, kind of look like military with aliens, you know. But he, he he's flip-flopping a lot of stuff. So I don't know if someone got to him or, you know, it was time to change you know, the, the course that he was going, you know, that he was going down. 
but yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember a lot of that stuff too. So, so notably, yeah. that's what I was saying. Like, kind of back in the day, Stephen Greer was one of those guys that was really well respected in the UFO community. You know, probably more so than a guy like Richard Dolan, right? Like, not maybe not quite like Stanton Friedman, like to that level, but he was, you know, he was respected as not going too far out there and making up all kinds of ridiculous stuff. But I don't know, like, like you said, at some point, it seems like a lot of things changed with him. And I, 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 who knows, like you said, maybe somebody got to him or who, like, like maybe let's say, you know, let's give him the benefit of the doubt for a minute and say that maybe he did make some sort of contact, right? That would change you. Like that would change the hell out of you. Right. So who knows? I mean, like he, it's different. He's way different than he used to be. And now, now he's this polarizing figure. And, uh, you know, like you said, he, he was briefing, uh, you know, VIPs back in the day on, on this phenomena. So, so I don't know, man, like there's some weirdness with him. And at what point did things go kind of go off the rails? Cause I think he's at this point, he's kind of, kind of a little bit off the rails, right? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, well, I, I kind of believe the same thing that he is saying right now, the false flag for money. I mean, we talked about this a little bit and I don't know. I, that's what I believe is that, you know, that they're saying, okay, that here is, here is a UFO. We don't know what it is, but so now we got to make our own UFOs, you know, kind of that thing. And that's why the whole space force shit is, is out is that, you know, this, it's just another, that branch, we don't need another military branch. that's going to suck for our money. You know, that's, that's the thing. And, and that's, and what's crazy about it is that he's called out like Louis Elizondo, like the people you were talking about, you know, everybody that's in this, you know, in this format right now. But the thing about it is they were saying they don't like bullies because the, this man has got some pull, you know, one way or another, whether it be Rockefeller money or he's got, you know, he's got the knowledge of something that, uh, that, you know, these people don't even want to have a contest with him or even like a, a discussion, something to break it down. What That's what's interesting to me. Yeah. Well, and then uh, there, there's a lot that's suspicious about this. There's, there's, there's more than just, you know, kind of the cursory stuff too. It's uh, so then what's his relationship? Like you said, he, he's, he's been known to brief some of these VIPs, like we were saying, but how come he's not anymore? Uh, how come he's not part of the, the Lou Elizondo project and this actual government disclosure thing, right? Like he, he's literally splintered off into his own sort of individual faction, disclosure faction. And, and that seems weird considering like probably 10 years ago, he probably would have been on the same side as these other guys, right? Kind of talking about, uh, you know, getting to the government, getting them to release information and, and admit the truth and all this other stuff. But now it seems like he's not into that at all. It's, it's, it's just, it's just strange. The whole thing's just so weird to me that he's, he, go, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, well, to counter that is it's because he, you know I mean? If, if he's already got in his hands, you know, like that deep, right? Because again, like I said, he his you know fancy financier is uh, Rockefeller, right? So you know he's people with money. He's got push and pull inside the government, whether people want to you know agree with that or not. But again, it, the thing about it is, is like you're saying, you know, um, some of the stuff that you know he, he would have been with uh, Louis Elizondo, but he's saying that they don't know what the hell they are. You know what I mean? And that's not that what Greer has already found out is that, that yes, we do know what's going on. We do know. I mean, that's that narrative is what blows me out, you know, that this whole push with uh, Lou Elizondo's group. You know what I mean? They're saying they don't know. 
Come on, fool. You're in, you were the intelligent <laughs> man. You can't tell me you don't know. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I yeah. agree with Greer in some cases like that, but there's some things that he says that like, I don't know, man. It's for me anyway. It's like, I don't know, dude, you're, 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 and that's not the stuff that he just played right now. I'm talking like prior right around there where he was flip-flopping on a lot of stuff. And now he's saying, you know, there's aliens and there's, you know, alien racism. I kind of understand that because, you know, if you consider different aliens that don't look humanoid, you know what I'm saying, that look like, you know, let's say the reptilians or whatever, they're, you know, and just like any kind of movies and stuff like that is represented of that type of species as, uh, you know, they're all shitty, you know, bad people or coming I mean, a bad type of uh, thing. But, you know, you can also disagree on that, too, that not all of them were, you know, you had like E.T. or Mork and Mindy and... Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, you know, those weren't, like, all alien, that's all, you know, bad, but, hey, most of the stuff that you see, they're trying to come here and, you know, you know, attack us, or, you know, I don't know, maybe that's the narrative that they were trying to push, too, that, you know, the the, the fake alien invasion as well. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Another one I can think of is Alf, remember, the fuzzy, like, happy alien that was, like, you know, kind of in the sitcom. Uh, and, and you're right, so so I, I get that. I, like, I get it that maybe, uh, you know, I don't know, but for the, for them to for them to actually say there's some sort of stigma with this, like some sort of exo-racism, it's, 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 it's also kind of like, well, for that, for that to exist we have to be able to see these entities you know what i mean they have to be part they have to you know commingle with our with humanity at some point for that to even Correct. be remotely true otherwise i mean we're we're telling you know scary stories in the dark type of thing so it it it, it just there's something about it that just doesn't ring true to me it seems it seems like it's a stretch it seems like it's publicity it seems like like really this is what we're talking about now I don't know. Like I said, who knows? I'm not right about many things, but uh, it, it did rub me the wrong way when I heard it. It just seemed like, okay, now this is racism too. Got it. Got it. Right? Yeah. 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 Oh, and uh, and uh, just to let people know, if you want to have do what he does, is like, I don't know what they call it, CS, CS5 or whatever, or, you know, he, they can uh, summon UFOs. But I, I mentioned this before. There's a man on, you can find him on Facebook. You know, I went to L.A. and I've. Uh, he said he calls himself the Summoner. His name is Robert Bingham. There's a little plug for him, but um, some of the stuff, like his la- his later stuff, you know what I mean. I, I mean, I've seen some of the. He he uh, inter- he he tells people he's going to be in like uh, MacArthur Park, right? And uh, and this is broad daylight, right? And MacArthur Park has got this one uh, tower. I think it's on the west side of the park, right? It's got. It kind of looks like a uh, an obelisk, but on the top it's got an eagle on it, and that's where usually he does his uh, summoning, right? But I swear to some of the stuff that I've seen when he was, you know, he called he's called that stuff in, and you know what I mean? They had and they had big ass cameras out there, so you could, you know, they zoomed in on these things, and they were not. I'm telling, I don't know what they were, but they were not. Uh, you know, they were. Uh, you, I guess you would say a UFO because I couldn't identify, but it was cylinder. You know, it was kind of like a saucer shape. It was silvery. There was a red one, two of them that were kind of like rotating around each other. There was different ones. He claims though, in some of his uh, pictures that he has now, you know, that you could tell they look like balloons, right? You know, they have like a string or whatnot. But he calls them tethers, and he claims that you know that's sometimes that 
they can change shape and they could change their shape to even look like a balloon. But I don't know, man. You can see some of his other pictures he does have in there and his, you know, his, his photo gallery is pretty intense. I mean, and I, me and Michelle went down there and because I wanted to go down there. I want to see if this guy can, you know, was true. And I don't know, man, some of the stuff I've seen, I, I couldn't say what the hell it was, but there wasn't anything that we were playing. Right. So, so, so there is some truth to this, but who, so, but you can't really vouch for Stephen Greer. You've never seen him maybe do some of these things or, or do you think that maybe oh, he can, I don't know. The what do you difference think? For me, the difference between this guy and Robert Greer, most of the stuff that he's doing is at night. Right. You see all that stuff, you know, and it looks like a light. And I've seen some of the videos that he had, you know, there were somebody posted, but it seems like this thing's over the ocean and it's a light and it comes up, but it doesn't like come forward. It doesn't like represent itself. If it was, you know, if you're going to summon something, it's going to fly closer. You know what I mean? Why not do it in the daytime then? You know, like this guy, Robert Bingham, he could do it. You know what I mean? That's the thing about it. He, and you know, it's free. It ain't going to cost you to $5,000 to do that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, and again, you know, that's, that's some, uh, uh, some criticism to what, to what Greer's doing is that uh, if this is literally uh, what, you know, what the future is bringing here, then why would you be charging people for this stuff? It doesn't make sense here. I've got, I've got the Robert uh, Bingham's um, actual youtube page so i'm going to link this if you guys want to check it out this is the guy that kelly's talking about uh maybe at some point we'll have to do a show on this guy and uh he's got it looks like he's got some stuff on his youtube and so, some other good stuff the actual ufo summoner huh the man who summons ufos pretty good stuff yeah he, he, he'll come on it i mean he, he's done other shows too and he's also has he's actually had a uh, a couple people on his own videos you know some people that you know they're older ones but like these guys are you know they're you they're deep in ufology too so i mean he's got you know he's got some interviews and stuff in there it's pretty interesting that's what i'm saying that's the only thing that, i mean if you look at it you would probably say you know some of his like i said his newer stuff does look like balloons but some there's some that are like i don't know dude that's something else man because and that's what he claims too though you know but it's it's hard to tell unless you go down there if you live in la and you go down to macarthur park just kind of like He'll, he'll announce where he's going to be down there. And if you don't want to, and he says, he calls on all climbers, everybody that's naysayers, everybody that, you know, debunkers. And there was some people there that wanted to, just wanted to see, you know. And me, like I said, me and Michelle went down there. You know, it's an all-day thing. He says, bring a chair, you know, some cooler or something, because, you know, you're going to be scanned in the skies. And then, you know, he had his own group that had some big-ass uh, cameras and shit like that. It was... Man, it was pretty. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So you, so you did actually see the guy uh, do what he described. You, he, he did it in broad daylight, and he summoned these UFOs, huh? Yeah, man. I swear to God, <laughs> fucking. He. Uh, I mean, it's just the saying that I do. But yeah, it's yeah. He. Uh, I mean, I don't know what it was, bro. And I'm telling you, it was something. It was. It was a UFO. It was something that. And they're claiming, you know, the ones that could, you know, in and out of the ocean because, you know, MacArthur Parks. LA is right there next to the ocean. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, go check it out. It's pretty crazy. If you're from uh, LA, if you want to check that out, MacArthur Park is where he goes down. It's the west side of the of the uh, park, and that's the one. Like I said, it looks like an obelisk with an uh, eagle on it. And some days he does it on the weekends. Most time, I mean, I don't really can't tell you the dates, 
he he be you know he'll shoot out you know his little videos and tell you when he's going to be down there okay uh actually let's uh let's see if i can pull up his website and share this here um but uh, i mean yeah this is good stuff right if, if this guy can actually do these things then uh you know then then i have uh, an easier time believing greer when he says stuff like this but but then again right uh, back to the money thing and some other stuff you said you said you were going to actually add to the the, the money bit there uh, something about stephen greer oh the false flag for money yeah that's the thing i was talking about too is that the government they're you know creating this it would probably be the you know i guess the the you know false ufo invasion and then, you know, like I said, these they're going to be the, you know, the government's now going to be wanting to, you know, create their own, which we already have. That's what I'm saying. We already have that technology. That stuff, the, they have to slowly bring this stuff out. That's what I'm saying. And then, you know, that, that's the whole point of, you know, the Space Force. And, you know, that's going to be more billions and billions of dollars being sucked through, as you know. Is all the stuff that the military already has right now. We don't really need 768 bases in like 84 countries now, do we? <laughs> really? Probably not. <laughs> Especially the way with uh, warfare has changed, where you don't even need really boots on the ground in many places now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird man, weird. Uh, th- this is uh, th- this is the type of stuff, though, right? Like, if so, so you've seen it. I believe you. Uh, so you've never tried it, actually, with the 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 uh, the protocols to try and summon uh, UFOs yourself. Actually, I have. Uh, I was down here in Colorado Springs at my uh, aunt's farm. You know, it's kind of like um, I'll just say it's east from Colorado Springs, right? And uh, we was down on the farm. It was, you know, it was uh, out where she lives at. There's hardly any, you know, city lights. So that's what's good about it. And you can see all the stars, you know, up that high, about seven, about 7,000 feet, right? 7,000 plus. So I was telling, uh, telling my, actually my family about that. And so they said, we'll give it a try. So we, you know, I, I did. I don't know what flew by, but they all flipped out. But yeah, I don't know. It I don't know if it will look like a. I don't know, man. If it looked like a like a a, a meteor coming in, you know, like a falling star, what they call, or or if it was actually something that was flying by, because the direction it was flying was more across the sky horizontally than it was coming down vertically, and it just like flew fast, quick, you know, right by. Everybody flipped out. I, I flipped out. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, wow, well, it worked. <laughs> I would I would flip out too. I would totally flip out. I mean, I don't know what it was, and I can't say it was, but whatever the hell it was, it was fast and it was, uh, it lit up the sky horizontally. You know what I mean? It wasn't coming down vertically in any kind of direction. That's what the crazy thing about it was. So, I mean, I didn't like, it wasn't like how Robert Bingham did it, you know? And that's the thing. I, that's, I don't want to. Robert Greer, when he's doing this shit by the thousands, you know, five thousands and the shit at night. I mean, you got this guy here. He's, he'll do it for free. All you got to do is go down there. He just wants to show you. And he even tells you, too. It's almost like how Greer says. You kind of, like, look into the sky as deep as you can, you know, and into a mental state, right? You try to relax, you know, and you just send yourself out there and you say, hey, hello, I want you to know, could you elect me? And, you know, or could you show yourself? 
and then you thank them, and then you wait, and you just scan the skies for a while, and that's what you're doing. You're looking for something, and he says how they will show you is they'll like like it's like a turquoise somehow, or they're they'll flash you, you know, make yourself bright. You know, I mean, you're looking in a wonder, you know, in a certain direction for a while, just kind of scanning the skies, that's what they'll let you know that they're there. And then, you know, you can do photography or, you know, if you have, you know, something like that or, you know, binoculars, you just want to see something like that. But that's that's how he says they'll let you know. Gotcha. And believe me, you know, there's times where I, I had with some friends and I wanted to do that. And he's my buddy. He, like I said, he's he's a no-go with all that stuff. You know, he's, he's seeing fire in this guy. He just keeps yelling that way. <laughs> Well, every time we see something shit like that. <laughs> well, uh, it, it would startle the shit out of me if I was like, all right, let's make this UFO happen, and then something happened. I mean, that that, that would be an experience, an experience for sure. Um, so so, uh, so I don't know then. What happens? So you think uh, in, in, in the end of the Stephen Greer saga here at where we're at today, it, it seems like what happened to this guy? Any theory there? I don't know. You know what my theory is? I think this guy got captured. They cloned his ass, and he's dead, man. And he's got some other dude coming out. Because he even looked a little different than what he had. You know what I mean? Because if you look at older pictures, it's, you know, that's my theory. It might be off of, you know, pretty, and I'm not saying that it sounds crazy because, you know, look at this what we talk about. But, man, I don't know. It could be because his, like I said, he did so many different flip flops at one time, and was like, "Is there aliens?" And there was no aliens. And now he can summon this shit, and it's going to cost you five thousand dollars. You know, just like, what are you doing, dude? I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's for me. I already seen his greatness, but now he's like, I don't know. He's all over the place for me. I'm just confused with the dude. Yeah. Uh, what's up? Uh, Dwayne Dibley says in the chat, don't believe Stephen Greer is a con artist. Disregard everything he says. There you go. I've heard that take before, too. <laughs> uh, uh, this is tough. I agree. Uh, wh- how much how much is uh, if this is real? And uh, I don't know, man, it seems it's, it almost seems like we're trying to out just out outpace each other with like more and more outlandish claims, you know, like with different people, Michael Sala and uh, guys like uh, Stephen Greer, things like this. It's like, you know, uh, talking about the Galactic Federation and, you know, stuff like this. It's like it's like the, the people that can say that the most the most like, whoa, no way. Right. They want it. They want to shock you with shit you'd never believe. You know, I don't know. It just it, it, the whole thing's weird to me. But uh, as you know. We'll keep following it and seeing how it develops. But uh, if you if you get a chance, if you haven't watched his uh, that documentary, uh, give it a, give it a peek. I think you'll be surprised. I was that uh, aside from the extra racism bit. I think everything in there's like kind of spot on. Um, he's he was talking about the false flag alien invasion and some other things and the disinformation coming from the government. And I was like, yeah, well, all right, <laughs> I can be down with this. I expected it to be way out there, but it, it kind it turns out it kind of wasn't. Yeah, uh, you didn't get a chance to to check it out yet. No, I haven't. And actually, when you were showing that one where he shows that alien autopsy from the when did he say it was like the early nineteen hundreds? Yeah, twenty five like years before Roswell. Yeah, so it'd be like nineteen ten something yep. like that. And that was I wanted you to you know keep going with that. I haven't you know because I haven't seen it. And I even actually screenshot that you know of uh, you showing that so I could like kind of zoom in before I called. Because, man, that's, 
You know what's interesting too, because I ran across a story once, and some of the you know like when they talk about uh, cowboys, you know, and around the you know the cowboys in Indian times, you know, all all that time, like what the early eighteen uh, hundreds and shit. But they said, you know, when in the Great West, when they were coming, you know, the the people were coming westward, that they had they were chasing. I don't know. There was something about they were chasing. Uh, there was some lawmen that were chasing uh, some uh, cattle wrestlers or some shit. They were dangerous guys or whatever. That's the story. But they be chased them into this. Um, it sounds like it would be in like the Arizona, New Mexico area or Arizona, even Nevada. But they talks about it was in a desert canyon, and they you know thought they chased them into a. Uh, a cave, and they said that what tripped them out is they'd seen a UFO, like there was one sitting in the cave or something. Like, uh, like there's a story of like the you know the Gumana that what they found over in somewhere. Like uh, I guess the military found one, you know, but you know the flying Gumanas from India. But yeah, there was a story about that that they you know so the lawmen you know they got a hold of you know some the government or whatever, and they came down and. uh I don't know how they would you know, pull it out or what happened, but yeah, there was a, an old story about that in the Western Canada, 1800s, something like that. But yeah, that photo he had, man, that's pretty incredible because it did look real. And if he had it, he claimed he had it tested and he, you know, had the guys look like the clothing, you know, everything was correct in there. That creature that was laying down in there was, you know, kind of interesting looking. Yeah, it looked, uh, looked legit enough. And so he said it was a photo of a photo, and uh, they did some forensics on it and were able to determine to his to his knowledge that it's it's a real photo. But what were they operating on? That's a good question. That's a hell of a question. Uh, Lazy Guy X says the, the movie Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah, kind of like that, right? Same sort of thing. Yeah, it was kind of like that. But with, you know, the Cowboys and Aliens, or the, the Cowboys and Aliens, that one, you know, they had the bracelet or he got knocked out or something, but... Yeah, it was something they found a uh, a UFO. I don't know what exactly. I can't. It was a while ago too that I ran across that story, though. But yeah, that was a uh, here in the in the West because most of the stuff that you hear about, you know, all these ancient, you know, is never really in in the United States. What you find here in the states is like giants, you know, or uh, you know, stuff like that. That's what you mostly find here, I, I that I've seen anyway, and you know, but uh, yeah, the all the flying vimanas or stuff like that. That's all like Middle East. I mean, that's just crazy about India. You know, they don't understand is that they they say yeah, yeah these these were the gods that came down to the spaceship. Man, they had purple skin. This is what they looked like. Yeah, you know I mean, they had wars in the sky. Chill. It, to them, it wasn't even nothing, and everybody. If, if you want any kind of, you know, interest in that, I mean, they're literally telling you that their gods were, you know, had multiple arms. You know what I mean? They could do all kinds of crazy medical shit. That they had a lot of medical stuff that comes out of you know India and stuff like that. And those temples that are carved out of one piece of stone there. That's... Anyway, that's a whole different story. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Because <laughs> there's a lot of things to talk about. Well, we'll actually get to that at some point. We'll kind of uh, look into some of the, the Indian mythology and how maybe some of it uh, kind of fits. There's that one guy on YouTube that does a ton of great work with that. And he's, he's being censored, too. He's always complaining about YouTube putting strikes on his stuff for you know, uh, making the, the ancient alien claims and things like this. But, uh, yeah, so so I appreciate it, man. Anything else while we got you on tonight? Oh, no, man, that was it. No, I just wanted to – I'm kind of confused with the guy, too. You know, I think he just – you know, something either – they cloned his ass, he's dead, and uh, or he just – somebody got to him. I don't know. That's my feeling on the guy because, you know, I, like, again, before his older stuff – I mean, the guy was on it. He was, you know, f- trying for disclosure, you know, free out, bring out the, the free energy and stuff like that. But now it's more about, I, I don't know, it's like he's run scared and just trying to make money out of, you know, his, his, uh, whatever he's doing now, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. I'm sure he's not done, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on him. Uh, like I said, we've never done like a full show on him, so uh, it is one of the things that he's kind of pushing himself out there right now. So we'll we'll keep an eye as it develops and uh, talk about more as it comes. I appreciate your 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 takes tonight. Uh, always good stuff, Kelly. All right, brother. You guys have a good night. Thanks a lot. You too. You too. There you go. That's Kelly from Colorado, the very first caller to the show that I remember anyway. I'm pretty sure he was the first guy to call in, and uh, he's been listening and contributing, calling in for years. Uh, definite good stuff. Uh, we got some time for you if uh, you guys are interested. Uh, we can call it any time now, uh, but uh, if you're we got time for you. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org is a Discord, and you could uh, get in here like Kelly was and uh, tell me what you think. What do you think is up with uh, Dr. Stephen Greer? Do you think, uh, like Dwayne Dibley suggested, what's up, Dwayne? I saw, I saw you out there, uh, that he's, he's, uh, he's making stuff up, that uh, you shouldn't uh, believe things that this man says, or uh, do you think that he's uh, spot on? Do you think there's something to this? And uh, again, his, uh, his documentary is called, which uh, kind of spawned this conversation tonight, is called, uh, what is this called? Um, da, 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 where is it? It's, uh, there we go. It's called The Cosmic Hoax, an expose. And here's the, uh, the link, actually, where you can find it at SeriousDisclosure.com. That's his website. And I don't know, like the, uh, this is kind of like Kelly saying, it's, it's hard to really take this guy super seriously to me because... Uh, he, he seems to have um, uh, uh, done what? Like uh, kind of, kind of, yeah. Uh, Joe says this, uh, break him down. He tries to speak from authority, very sure of himself, no results. So uh, I, I kind of agree. Uh, it, like, uh, like, uh, like James was saying earlier, it's tough to believe people that have all the answers, right? Because these are difficult topics and difficult questions. And so when somebody's like, yep, I know everything that's going on, and I'm going to tell you about all the aliens. Um, it's not, it's not okay. like, it's, I don't know. It's weird to me. It's weird to me. Uh, all right. So we got, uh, we got a call. Looks like Joe from Florida. We'll take that in just a sec. As soon as the screening goes through and uh, yeah, exactly. Hell 21 says trying to out alien everyone. And, and that's a, that's a fantastic way to put it actually. And that, that's, uh, that's what makes you suspicious, right? That's what makes me suspicious. It's like, uh, it seems like he's, um, uh, just trying to go furthest out there, right? And get them, uh, maybe get the most attention as a result. All right, let's go to uh, Joe in Florida. What's up, my friend? Welcome back to the show. How are you? Not too bad. How are you guys? Uh, doing good. Doing good. Uh, what do you think about the Stephen Greer stuff? I, I saw your comment there. You're probably not a fan, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, if you, if 
you read the article, um, the rest of the article was interesting because what he does in Florida, they basically say the flight tracker radar tracked the plane in that area. When he was having the sighting, he told everybody to put their night vision goggles down, but yet he used his night vision goggles and specifically said, there's no smoke. I don't see any smoke or anything. You know, so basically, I guess confirming his own lie sometimes in, in double speak. Then why would you even say, oh, there's no smoke, it's not a flare? So if you read that whole article, um, that really, you know, puts definite doubt on it. I know when I first started hearing this guy, like it was on Ancient Aliens and you'd see him on shows. It was kind of believable, you know, years and years ago. But he always, like I put in the comment, he always seemed to speak from a position of authority. He did always have the answers. Um, it didn't look like he could be convinced otherwise. Then you don't hear from him again. And, you know, here we are again with that hoax last year. Like everybody else has said, why would you charge that much money to see things in, at dusk or in the evening? So I just, uh, I just think he's out there doing a cash grab. And let's face it, a lot of these people that are on other shows, it might be on AM radio, a lot of those people are there promoting things to get cash grabs. So that's what I look at. Now, whether Elizondo and all of them are agents for the government or it's face to truth. I mean, we're a small group of people here. You know, we want to believe. We do believe. Maybe with some skepticism. But our voices will always be silenced. You know, look at the platforms that we're on. And the platform sometimes wants to kick you off. But for the mainstream public, these things are being announced because you need the money to fund black projects. You need a, a fade boogeyman. We all know that. So for the general public at large, they'll go along with whatever the media gives them. You know, and, and who knows if it's not a unifying factor between two parties in a country that has to argue over everything. While the rest of us are sitting here saying, you know, we really like to see a spaceship land. I would. <laughs> You're damn right. I want to see a spaceship land. I want to see the little green men get out. And then I will, it will remove all doubts, right, from my mind and probably many others. And I, and I think that's part of the problem here. So, so this one, actually, you're right. At the bottom of the article, uh, they've claimed that uh, they, they verified in this, quote, UFO sighting that there was an actual plane that flew by. And uh, was uh, you know they've got screenshots of this and everything of when this went down, and uh, so basically he he faked apparently faked a uh, a, a UFO sighting with uh, flares and uh, uh, not good right like that that's not good I, I think and I think that's part of the problem too is that we have guys like uh, Tom DeLong and you know uh, guys like Greer here that they're like okay I know the answers right I know what UFOs are. And then they'll, you know, like Tom DeLong will tweet a fake picture of a UFO, like literally fake, like verified fake. And, and it's like, what? Like, you're supposed to be the expert, bro, right? And then Greer doing a similar thing here. It's, uh, it kind of stinks, doesn't it? It stinks a little bit. 
Uh, they're supposed to know the difference between uh, mundane things and uh, UFOs themselves, right? The whole thing speaks. I mean, in, in, in the larger pattern, you know, I don't think they're here to help us. I think they're here. I think they probably live here, and they're probably checking in to make sure that, you know, if we're going to destroy ourselves, the extent of destruction on the surface world is just to ourselves. You know, they're probably examining us, you know, coming up, doing the abductions, checking on things. But for crying out loud, if they were really here to help us, don't you think they would have done so by now? Yeah, or or taking us over, if that's why they were here. <laughs> they probably would have been ripe for that a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I've never claimed to know what an alien agenda might even look like, other than, you know, fun speculation type stuff. But but you're right. If some of that stuff is true, meaning the, the alien abduction stuff and some of the experimentation that, that people have claimed have happened, the Betty and Barding Hill stuff, uh, who knows? Like, it does seem terrifying and not friendly at all, right? So uh, Larry says this on Facebook. Uh, he would be suicided like Schneider for running his mouth on classified intel if he was legit. So I think that's actually a pretty good point there, too. That does make, yeah, that, you know, and, and that makes a lot of sense. So if it's just a cash grab, you know, I, curiously enough, I haven't heard from the other one that, you know, the jury's out for me on, like, when the open how I start to wonder about some of her stuff. But, you know, I haven't been doing any research or anything lately, but I don't see her popping up as much either. So I'm wondering, you know, um, those two in my mind are always suspect. So, but that's my opinion. Right on. Fair enough. Uh, Linda Moulton Howe's doing earth files. And I think she's, uh, most of her stuff is behind a paywall now. That's probably why it's not, uh, it doesn't pop up a lot because you, you kind of have to pay to get in to see it. So just FYI, that's probably why you're not seeing a lot of stuff from her these days. But, uh, yeah, yeah, great stuff as always, uh, Joe. Um, anything else while we got you on? Oh, very good. You know, Tampa on the cut. I survived the tropical storm also. Nice, <laughs> nice. Had a day off of work. So uh, everybody stay safe. Uh, you as well. You as well. I appreciate the call. Thanks for listening, my man. We'll talk to you soon. Good night. Thanks, bro. There you go. Easy as that. Easy as that. You guys want to be part of the show? Give us a call. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wind this down. If uh, nobody's interested in calling, and giving us their take on Stephen Greer. You guys know the drill. We're gonna go till the calls stop. And if the calls have stopped, uh, we're about to wind this down and finish up. But we do have time for you. If you uh, want, want want to chip in here at the end, seven zero two. 957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, tr- click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. I see we got a couple of folks just joined Discord there. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us and uh, meeting some some nice folks in there. So uh, that's I think that's the thing, right? As we kind of come to the end of this discussion, I don't know. Uh, thinking of Stephen Greer, it's uh, like I said, there's plot holes in a lot of this stuff. The, the disclosure stuff. Uh, not just from the Lou Elizondo and Chris Mellon side with, you know, uh, very much like Larry said, if these people were really uh, dishing out classified details like this, they'd probably, right, wouldn't you prosecute them? Wouldn't you, right, like wouldn't wouldn't you make problems for their li- in their life if you were the government, things like this? And I think that kind of says most of what we need to know, uh, in my opinion, is that uh, if you're you're saying some things, um, yeah, which, uh, which link there, Kelly? Which link do you want in the chat? Um, his, uh, his, uh, oh, the actual, uh, yeah, I got it. I got you. I got you. The actual, uh, documentary. Here you go. 
Here you go. Uh, dropping the uh, the Greer link in, the documentary back in the chat if you guys want to check it out. Yeah, good call, Joe. And um, I don't know what to think of Stephen Greer. I think, uh, like like uh, like we've been saying kind of all night, it seems like he's he's changed. And he used to be uh, very well respected. And now I think that uh, that's, that those days are kind of over. And it seems like, uh, like Hell, Hell 21 was saying, he seems to be kind of trying to out-alien everybody with uh, more and more... Uh, expansive claims on the things that he knows and so you know it's simple to me like prove it like like uh like kelly was saying that guy what's the dude's name uh robert uh what's the guy's name i got his name here um robert bingham robert bingham so check him out if uh if you uh you're interested right kelly said go down to la and this guy's like uh summoning ufos in the sky down there in broad daylight so for free no less so if that's the case, right, and this, this stuff can happen, uh, there's ways you guys can check this out if anybody's in the Los Angeles area. I'm about a four-hour drive, and maybe that's a, that's a hell of a, an idea to maybe go for a weekend and see if I could spot some UFOs with that guy. That'd be pretty cool. But, uh, you know, so if some people are out there doing this and say it exists, Kelly says he actually was able to summon one himself, and it scared the hell out of him or surprised him anyway. Not scared. I would never describe Kelly as scared, actually. Probably surprised him. But uh, I don't know. Has anybody out there been able to summon UFOs with the CE5? And CE5, actually, um, let's, uh, let's do a quick definition on that, Sue. If folks that don't know, uh, I pulled this up. CE5, here we go. This is from CE5Texas.com. And so it, it, CE5 stands for Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, okay? And so this is from the, uh, the Project Blue book, the J. Allen Hynek scale, where a close encounter of the first kind is defined as visual sightings of an unidentified flying object seemingly less than 500 feet away that show an appreciable angular extension and considerable detail. That's Close Encounter of the First Kind. Second... Close encounter of the second kind, a UFO event in which a physical event is alleged. This can be interference in the functioning of a vehicle or electronic device, animals reacting, a physiological effect such as paralysis or heat and discomfort in the witness, or some physical trace like impressions in the ground, scorched or otherwise affected vegetation or a chemical trace. All right, close encounter of the third kind, like the famous movie by Spielberg back in the 80s. Uh, UFO encounters in which an animated creature is present. These include humanoids, robots, and humans who seem to be occupants or pilots of a UFO. This subcategory was popularized by the movie of the same name. Exactly right. Close encounters of the third kind. Close encounters of the fourth kind, defined by Jacques Vallée, Hynek's associate, as a UFO event in which witnesses experienced a transformation of their sense of reality. And here we go. The fifth kind. Close encounter of the fifth kind, defined by Dr. Stephen Greer. It's actually a prototype hybrid project, which has scientific research and diplomatic interspecies relations components. In this UFO event, it is humans who are initiating peaceful bilateral contact with the ETs through conscious, voluntary, and proactive cooperation and communication and there you go that's what the the close encounter of the fifth kind is uh, humans reaching out through a meditative state or whatever it happens to be so anyway like i said uh, if you guys believe this uh, can anybody do this kelly said he's done it once has anybody else out there uh, actually witnessed something like this because i'd love to hear it i'd love to hear these stories if it if it exists um, so I have no idea. Uh, again, I, I've never seen it happen. I've never tried, though, to be honest. So maybe I should. Maybe I should go try and summon a UFO tonight and see what happens. If uh, I disappear like Ash did tonight, then maybe you know 
<laughs> they came to get me. Uh, I don't, I don't want to be got, though. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so uh, let's finish this up. We're at the end. Again, like I said, uh, we've got a, a couple minutes for you if you want to call and give us your take on this stuff. 702-957-1037, and that's uh, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link and get in here. Get in here. <laughs> yeah. If I do, if I do it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna film it. I'm gonna film it so we can see, uh, see the, uh, <laughs> the UFO come in and take me. Uh, but okay, all right. So uh, I don't know. At the end of this, like I said, we'll keep an eye on the Stephen Greer saga. The uh, the lawsuit filed uh, again with the IG, the uh, Inspector General, with Lou and Danny Sheehan, the, the lawyer who's representing both of these guys. As Stephen Greer is like grotesquely slandering Lou Elizondo and Chris Mellon and these guys in this in this video. Like I said, if you haven't watched the video, check it out. Go watch this thing. I was a, a little surprised. It was entertaining. It was good. In that beginning, you saw that alien autopsy there and a photograph he was discussing. So if there's uh, some merit to that, well, maybe that's the actual uh, smoking gun of an extraterrestrial that we need, right? An actual photograph of them uh, capturing or collecting bodies from a you know crashed, uh, crashed spacecraft. Who knows, right? Like, this is the type of stuff... I have no idea. I don't know. Like I said, uh, I, 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 I have a hard time believing it until I see it. And then, uh, well, maybe I'll see it. <laughs> I'll change my mind. Uh, see, Hell 21 says, even Ash is scared of Greer. Told you. <laughs> and uh, Penny says, the mantis got Ash. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, 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 clearly, I don't think you guys are scared. I was just trying to egg on somebody to call. <laughs> That's all. All right. Anyway, let's get out of here. Let's do this. Let's do this and uh, let's finish this up. Uh, we do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday now. And I'm feeling it. I'm a little bit tired tonight. And uh, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap it up. We will be back tomorrow at 7 p.m. for a more action-packed Troubled Minds, talking about all kinds of weird stuff like we do. Uh, try and uh, get something maybe a little different and see what we can talk about and uh, have a good time. So thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Let's play some outro music, and uh, let's do this. Let's do this, shall we? All right. All right. We're done. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us in chat. Thanks, uh, everybody, for hanging out and listening. Uh, thanks, uh, folks on the Fringe FM that were... Uh, gracious enough to uh <laughs> sit through my my mess up when i stop broadcasting there but uh yeah i appreciate it thank you guys like i said i always say you could be doing like a million other things right now and you're here so it, it does mean a lot to me thank you so much for all the support if you want to help the show leave us a review uh, go to uh itunes or actually podcast republic we're looking for reviews there if you want to help us out let me uh, actually give you a link real quick I'm going to put this up, and you guys can see that we uh, need a few reviews. We've got a few here, but we need a few more. It's as uh, simple as uh, just go to the website, click the thing, add a review, and uh, there you go. Dropping it in the chat. I would appreciate if you guys want to help us out. The review is right there. Click the thing, and just uh, you don't even have to write it. You can just give like uh, some star review and then do the thing. Uh, what's up? Uh, Kelly says he goes to uh, MacArthur Park in L.A., west side of the park by the obelisk with the eagle on it if you guys want to go check it out uh robert bingham the summoner appreciate that uh good night johnny thanks for hanging out with us caesar uh what what's his name i want to see ufo yeah there it is all right uh you'll all have that link and all the rest of the links in the show notes as soon as we're done so if you want to follow up on any of the stuff we talked about you can find it there please again like i said uh, podcastrepublic.net leave us a review there and uh, i appreciate it thanks a lot for the help guys Thanks for the great calls tonight, the amazing stories, and uh, at the end, be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening, and from our troubled minds to yours, have a great night.
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.